Welcome, friends and family. You are here with Jack and Joe uh, of Local Acts Only Podcast. We're sitting here with Sean Malay and Damien. Just Damien. Just Damien. Yeah, like he doesn't share. have a last name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like Prince. It's just a symbol. No, not Prince. Exactly. <laughs> totally different. No, not to- like Prince. No yeah. resemblance. <laughs> <laughs> not so, related. Um, no relation. You guys want to do a little introductions for yourselves? Uh, tell us what you do. Sure. Um, I'm Sean. I'm from Brick, New Jersey. Um, I currently edit TikToks for Gary V until tomorrow, and I'm not doing that anymore. Went to NYU with this guy, and uh, that's me in a nutshell. That's a very small nutshell. You are a comedian, an actor. It's a pretty no way. yeah. No, a dude, you're you're a, you're a, a big nut. No way, no way. You guys are uh, really hyping up yeah. this show. No, <laughs> I don't know, man. Appreciate that though. Yeah. Thank you. And, and Damien um, yourself? Damien? Um, this guy's shell. Big nut. The big nut. That's <laughs> all Big nut over here. Um, yeah, I'm Damien. Um, Rivera is my last name. Oh, so you do have one. Okay. Yeah, I, right. I got to get that minority clout, you know? <laughs> First generation Colombian American. So, um, yeah, I went to NYU with Sean. We've been best friends since eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah. Oh, that long? Yeah. Yes, sir. It's been it's been a while. What is it like? Been nine years now. It's crazy. Yeah, we were uh, freshman year. We were like, uh, we both wanted to like go to NYU for film. Mm-hmm. We set our sights, and we achieved. We did it, Gary V style. Life Gary changed. Style. <laughs> yeah, and before you even worked for Gary V, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Or before Gary V was really a thing either, too. He was, was no. Well, so he started like ten years ago. Um, okay, so actually, like, well, well, a he, year after Gary V was a thing. Yeah. 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 He was wow. just a seedling at the time. He's a star. So a little seed oh, in yeah. the garden. But um, can we ask about you guys? Uh, yeah. So can we get an intro? I mean, I guess sure. your fans know already. Uh, right? Yeah. All, I mean, of, when, when all episode... of our numerous. <laughs> well, <I don't> <laughs> yeah. When episode one comes out, they'll know a bit. But... Yeah. Keep your eyes open, or that'll already be out. So go listen to episode one. Quick, yeah. Quick little yeah. plug. Um, and two, right? Speaking of plugs, you guys want to uh, plug like little Instagram or. Uh, any streaming platforms for people to, um, to check you guys out before they get your, into it? Your OnlyFans account? Get into the meat? Yeah, yeah just OnlyFans. Only <laughs> That's all. Come on here. Let's do. see that dirt star. Yeah, um, because you'll see my personality and stuff here, and you can get that on Insta, but you can't yeah. get me naked no. uh, here, so you have to go and to it's OnlyFans. only four ninety nine a month. Damn, that's the whole reason I came, was I thought I was getting <laughs> you naked oh, here. Oh, you thought you were getting naked <laughs> so. Okay. Uh, no, uh, Sean Millay on Instagram, M-I-L-L-E-A-S-E-A-N. Same on Spotify, right? Or, I mean, SoundCloud. Uh, Do you have anything on Spotify or Apple Music? Nah, nah, nah. For, I mean, maybe one day, but maybe right now, no. Staying elusive. Yeah, I got some, like, you know, uh, some stuff on SoundCloud, but it's not, like, anything to write home about at the yeah. time, <laughs> time being, so. Very, um, definitely should check it out, though. Thank you. And, Damien, you are Lil Boy... No, Lil, Lil Burr Lil is Burr. Uh, the artist's name. Yeah. Uh, Blue, Blue, Blue Boy, Boy Burr, Burr, at Blue Boy Burr, B-L-U-B-O-I, Boy Burr, B-R-R. And then um, you can also check <laughs> out uh, at X Self Destruct X. That's my clothing oh, brand yeah, that I'm I doing. About that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, also, uh, if you want, follow me on or subscribe on YouTube um, 
I think it's just Damien, but you can just type in Sean and Damien because that's our cartoon that we're doing. We're putting that uh, on there as well. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's something that we were talking so, about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. To kick things off, for for two multifaceted uh, creators here, I was trying to figure out what to to ask about first, but I saw that about a year ago on the Instagram, you yeah. guys were both teasing it. You did your homework. I oh, yeah, do, dude. We do our homework. Uh, and I, I saw the little teaser and I was like, this looks sick. And I was, I, and I saw that Damien, you posted like the three little, uh, cartoon heads recently yeah, yeah. from the same cartoon. And I was looking all over. I was like, where is this cartoon? So oh, it's out there. It's in the ether. Yeah. Really? So yeah. you guys have a few like There's episodes like a whole done. season that you have to find. Are it's you? like, you have to really? find the internet. Yeah. yeah. Oh and it's on your it's YouTube channel? It. No, it is no, not. Just that would be too <laughs> easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. I've been wanting that for yeah, a while. Yeah, no, there's Easter eggs throughout our profile. Uh, yeah. It's like on some foreign dark web website. <laughs> you need you need Tor to uh, you yeah. know dark oh, web man. browser. Yeah, I don't you need even know Tor what that to is. view the I first season. Yeah, Sean doesn't. Right 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 <laughs> because I will find. Yeah, I would. No, I will. Believed it and it felt good. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not a liar, but like in that moment, I was like, oh, Ryan feels good. Like, I was like, whoa. Ju- Julian Assange currently actually has the whole first season okay. uh, WikiLeaks. Gotta find so he's, uh, is that the guy that had he bought like the Wu Tang album? No, I don't uh, think so. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's Martin Shkreli. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Martin Shkreli has the whole first. You don't know Martin Shkreli? No, you don't know who that no. is? Uh, he's like the dude that like upcharged the like. What is it? Uh, di- is it diabetes? No. Uh, some sort of medicine. That the was medicine. Like, and oh, he like man. bought this medicine and made it like way more money. And, and people that. on the news were like, why would you do that? He's like, because people fucking need it to live and I'm going to make money. <laughs> yeah, like, like, just, like, oh my God. Unabashedly a dick. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. You got you to gotta admire, you know, that yeah. kind of... Uh, Douchery, I yeah. guess. I don't know. <laughs> he, uh, so no, and then he, um, what did he do? Oh, he bought like the Wu Tang album mm. with his. Anyway, the super huge digression cartoon. That's what we do here on. Yes. The yeah, that's good. Yeah, we have a lot of tangents. Podcast. Yeah, right? exactly. All right, cool. I forgot we were talking about the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so is that in the works? Or? It's very, yeah. yeah. It's very much in the works. We, um, so that started, um, in my final year of college. Yeah, that's my, you got it. You can have one, Sean. Yeah. yeah. Um, that started my final year of uh, college. I had this uh, animation project I had to do, and I just knew that I wanted Sean to. Um, oh, because it's nitrogenated. You know, that's why. It that's why. It's, that's why it's got the creamy head to it. I'm really. He's, he, he's a big I'm, seller. Like he loves Guinness. I'm actually, Guinness, Guinness, I'm Guinness is my favorite beer, dude. Placement. Only reason I'm here. I'm getting a fat check from Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you probably got to bleep that. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Do you? Bleep. Just no. only... Oh. Bleep. 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 Fuck. Is that a big deal? Is that hard? No, it's not hard. No, it's not hard. Yeah. It's just when there's a lot of them. Um, but anyway, like, like the bass zone. The bass zone. No, but they're going to beep it out. They're going to beep it out. And now no one's going to know where they work. So it's going to sound like some like, yeah. like terrorist Whoa. organization. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a sleeper cell. They work for ISIS. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus. ISIS Jack. You don't have to bleep that. Yeah. You don't so, have to bleep that. Which don't? is wild, man. That'll be, I, I recommend you bleep that. <laughs> ISIS might come for us. Yeah. You, you gave a good tint. Bass zone. That was funny. I, that's fine. I don't care. If, you listen to <laughs> if, one if of they the find out through context clues, it's not our fault. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, whatever. Okay, cool. That's on them. If it I, gets that big, then we don't need to work there anymore. That's a great <laughs> yeah, exactly. point. Where they you work there too now? 
Uh, no, we don't work anywhere. Okay. <laughs> right. Anyway. Yeah, we're there um, for like so, a year. So Sean anyway. and Damien cartoon. Yeah, yeah. So I want to hear about the, it. Uh, end of my uh, college, uh, my last year at college, I needed. Um, I just knew I needed to do like a a project. I wanted to do something like cooler than just like animating. A, you know, like a turtle. Um, you know, walking in along. Yeah, in, or in a, oh, tie into Sean's. That was good. A turtle in the sink. Turtle in the sink. We'll we'll get we'll to get that. there. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and I knew I wanted obviously Sean, um, to be involved cause like, you know, that's just a natural. And, um, so we kind of just were like, oh, it's us. And I, we were sitting in my room in Brooklyn trying to come up with the idea. And, um, I don't know. It seems kind of obvious, almost derivative, you know, don't, don't watch it. No, watch it. Watch it's bad. it. No, it's really good. Yeah, no, I, I, we were really it proud like of it because it. it was just like the idea in general, like the meta nature of like the teaser and like yeah. it was yeah. like, oh, we sold our soul for a cartoon. Yeah, just yeah. Like, the animation was sick, so it was exciting. And I think, you know, it was just like kind of with like his, him finishing school and- It was hard. We, we kind of lost- track of it yeah and it's mm -hmm. like we have stuff written too which is cool like we have scripts and stuff yeah but like i think some premises and and episode ideas that are sick and um it's just a matter of like you it's, know it's 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 a lot man that, putting all the pieces when together you watch that trailer it's what a i minute, didn't animate like anything minute, so. yeah like I, I animated a little shitty thing after and it was like you know okay like for somebody that doesn't animate yeah. whatever it's like cute I would say, but that shit, like his looked like a tell, like I was like, oh, did Adult Swim? If I didn't know it, I'd be like, is this Adult Swim or mm -hmm. is this like, so, and he did that all by himself. And well, it was, it's a lot. Yeah, for sure. That one minute cartoon took me like, what? I mean, and I, I'm lazy as fuck. I'm so unmotivated as, as an artist. So it took me like maybe three months to do that. Um, yeah, man. And it's a minute. But what you're looking at is like, you figure it's 24 frames a second. You know, so every second is 24 drawings that you got to do. And exactly. obviously with technology, you copy and paste shit. But like, I was figuring shit out on top of that too. And I'm not the fucking, you know, the best animator. I yeah. doodle. That that was my whole background. I've drawn since I was little. Mm -hmm. But um, it's a lot. I would love if we had like a team yeah. behind us. I think that would, because it, it, and at the end of the day, everything you're seeing in that too is just the both of us. I think we literally recorded each other. We directed each other. Mm-hmm. And well, um, actually, I, I recorded my bit. I think I'd mind direct you for like a little bit. And I couldn't even and get into it. I ended up having to go to bed. Yeah. And you like improvised some lines. And then I came in the morning, heard like the whole assembly because he stayed up all night assembling the best lines. Mm. And uh, editing is like crazy. Like, tell me about it. It's like, because I would take, like, there's the part at the end. Where Sean's just like the character Sean is just like rattling on and on, and that's actually all different takes from the whole night, and I just yes. sewed them all one after another. It's crazy what you can do. And then I, I find like for me at least with shit like that, where you're like listening to like the same line over and over, you're like, was this the best line or is this? And then all of a sudden it's like it's hard to tell what the best thing is, or like I don't know, like when you hear like or when you watch a show or listen to a song, that's like already famous or already really good it's like it seems perfect but like when you're like getting i imagine when you're getting to that point it's like is this right or is this right you know what i mean like yeah so yeah, yeah. To, i definitely know that like from like writing like poetry yeah too yeah. is like i'll have like two lines that i'll like i'll be like do i want to write this or do i want to say this and i'm like i really like this but i also really like this yeah and, and when I'm it's like, your own thing it's really yeah. hard to yeah definitely you get the yeah, perfectionist mentality yeah. especially it's like for something like recording lines for an animation or a cartoon like 
you know, the delivery is important. Is it yeah. important? You know, it like the cadence, that. how it comes off and yeah. whatnot. It was, yeah. It was fun the recording it. We were cracking up. Yeah. And it helped too. Cause like it's, at first I'm like more like scripted. So I was like, uh, what are, what are we even saying? It like, uh, we didn't script anything for that either. We were just coming up with ideas like on the spot. Yeah, true. Yeah. So it'd be like, uh, we were like, oh, we need this. We need that. Sweet. Like, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. I, but, uh, you know, at first it'd be like, sweet. He'd be like, no, no, but be more like Sean about it. Like, put a little more. And I'd be like, oh, sweet. You know, and then yeah. like, yeah. And, I, I, that was, <laughs> and that was before the characters were drawn too. remember. So I yeah. drew I drew our characters just to give Sean a better idea of like who he's playing too. Mm-hmm. And then, which I love, by the way, you have good. I like your uh, characters. Oh, thank this is you. Great. Yeah, I love those. It's funny actually, because for years I've been drawing Sean and I. Yeah. And I have all these drawings, all these, because in class, just like coming up with characters and shit, and like literally since maybe freshman year of college, I was drawing the both of us, and it would always be like the same thing, but the style like simplified and really became this other thing. But it's 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 funny because I I'll find. Like, cause I'm a hoarder too when it comes to like my notebooks and shit. Cause yeah, I'm like, same. I don't know what's in there that I've drawn or written that I'll like one day. So I was like cleaning out my uh, spare room uh, like a couple months ago, making room for my uh, computer, and fucking um, I found notebooks with these old drawings of literally it's Sean and Damien, but like in a total, it's still the same outfits yeah. and the same like look, but just a different style, like a different art style, and it's just funny because I'm like, it was, it's been like. It's been between the two of us. I mean, we always wanted to do like a cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since like eighth grade. Yeah, because we liked South Park and Family Guy. I was about to say. Yeah. What, what yeah. was the inspiration? Like South Def- Park and Family Guy mostly? South Park. It's funny because I like what you were saying the other day about like South Park is like super deep and stuff. And like yeah. they'll take like a, you know, we'll have like social commentaries of our own that we like, we would like want to inject into whatever art we're making. And South Park does that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's like I think the biggest inspiration with that uh, but he was funny because he was saying the other day how he was watching a documentary or a it's the audio commentaries yeah, I've been how, like obsessed with them I'm just watching all the oh yeah, like Trey Parker and Matt Stone South the South Park episode where do you watch where do you watch just YouTube, oh, just YouTube? Trey Parker and Matt Stone like post that shit all the time my heroes like literally my hero, our heroes yeah literally so. they're amazing I love them oh, too yeah and so he uh he, but he was saying in those commentaries, like basically, like they a lot of the, most of the times, it's not like they were like had this deep idea. Like it was like a funny, stupid idea that they like. You know, it's a puzzle piece that they connect to some other idea, and suddenly it's like super profound. You yeah. Know? Right. Um, and so like we try, like I think that is like kind of what we were hoping for and like and striving for with this. It's funny too because I think a lot like nobody's seen what we've written actually script wise the yeah, ideas that we've come yeah. up with like we're saying this very much in had, yeah we have like a Google Drive of like all different between stuff the two of us yeah, yeah. so hackers That's out there a, if you're trying to find out the the secret episodes hack our Google no, drives <laughs> no, find them insider dox me maybe. yeah dox me Google <laughs> you don't care Google don't, you know it's funny I it reminded me of this thing today that I saw so some girl sent me this. And it's, I was, uh, first Please I was tell little, me it's nudes. No. No, I'm just kidding. So. Happily married. It's this redbubble.com where they sell clothing. And she sent me this and I was like, oh, what could this be? It's, it's oh, freaking the, me, dude. Oh 
My no, wait, they're actually God. selling it right now. Wait, hold on. 38 bucks. I told him to. With, I is told, that where you? is it? Like, you should copyright that, dude. Bucks. You should copyright that with your likeness. Holy bro. crap. Dude, I literally so was, told him from the moment that he went viral, I said, market your shit. You got to sell yeah. t shirts of yeah. yourself. But I bet you you could copyright that and make some money, bro. That's yeah, your likeness, dude. all about the bag. Designed by Natalie Weens. Fuck Natalie Weens. Natalie Weens. Come defend yourself. Defend yourself. I wanted to be mad. At first, I was like, oh, that's annoying. But I was like, I had the opportunity. I did. If I saw this on the street no, one day, no, 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 no. But you still now you have the opportunity to cash in on that bitch because she's using your likeness, man. I'm almost flattered. So, no, well, you know what they flattery. say, man. Imitation she's, is the best form care. of flattery. Nah, she you know, fuck. She doesn't, doesn't so this is she the, wants your money. I was like really worried at first. Wow. Not worried, but that's I was, crazy. Dude. There's yeah, that's 26 insane. reviews, and I was like, no way. 26 people bought this shirt, but they, they it sucks. No, no, no. The, oh. It goes back to like last year. Like, so it's I not realized, even Sean when it comes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. It's no. I'm just gonna say it's a review of the shirt material. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So okay. nobody might have bought. I mean, I can't imagine people are actively like seeing this. Like, oh, I love that guy. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna buy that. Like, so, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless, if I marketed, maybe like, oh, he's sell. But like to find, I don't know. But I and so I took it as flattery because I was like, wow, somebody out there is, thinks they could profit off me. Mm. So for context cool. for anyone, yeah, like, whoa. Well, anyone who doesn't know who the TikTok famous Sean Malay is, oh. you want to give a little background to your um, yeah, just like TikTok so, superstardom for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, so I started TikTok. Well, actually, Damien was the first person to tell me like you should be because I was like I remember I was trying to get off social media like last year. Or two. It was really anti. Like yeah, because yeah. I was like you know like how a lot of people are, but. Um, and I still, in some ways, I'm like, when I like sit on it all day, I'm like, dude, stop doing yeah. this. You yeah. Know? So, and it gives me anxiety still the even morning, worse because of the TikTok shit, but the morning death scroll. Yeah. yeah. And the night death scroll and the yeah, midday yeah. death scroll and the I'm at work, but I should be, you know, I'm, you know I should be working. <laughs> the, death scroll. the midday works. No, death Gary, scroll. Yeah. Take care of what okay. you say. Cause you're on Gary Vee's yeah. payroll. All right? No, no. Yeah. You're right. Gary Vee's but so actually, Gary B was Shout the second to person B. to like he was like hammering home the get on TikTok, and so I did. I literally posted the cartoon first, got like twelve thousand views. Oh. And I was like, holy shit! Like I just went viral, you know? Yeah. We just went viral. <laughs> I, like little did you know? Yeah, and so and then I like stopped for a while. Was working for Scott Rudin, big film producer guy. Then. Kept seeing these Gary videos where he's like, post a TikTok. And I'm like feeling antsy. Like, maybe I should be doing that. Yeah. And finally, like, uh, started doing it after I left the one job and was like doing uh, basically just like having fun with it in my room and shit. And figured out that you could tag celebrities in. Uh, and they'll see it. <laughs> yeah. And they'll see it. And everybody that follows them, if they go or anybody that goes to their page, if they go to the tag, they'll see the tagged photos. But if it's like Billie Eilish, for example, she gets tagged a few times a minute, you know? So you tag her, you're at the top of her tagged photos, but a few minutes later, you got to scroll to find you. But then I realized, okay, if I edit the photo, untag her, edit it again, tag her again, I'll go back to the top. Mm. So I was doing that for a while just to stay at the top. And I like posted a TikTok like, hey guys, isn't this funny? I'm going to do this all day. People were like commenting like, oh my God, it's still there. Like, this is hilarious. And then all of a sudden, like there was another teletype, like me again, but I didn't post that one. And so I realized there was an account like Mr. Penguin that was also doing it with me, made a post about that. Shout out Mr. Penguin. Uh, Mr. Penguin, shout out. He's like, his real name is uh, Angel. That's Angel. Yeah. Uh, 14 you're, years you're old. You're Sean's like. Angel. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You got him hired cool. by Gary Vee. Yeah. <laughs> 
And he, uh, so he was doing that, made a TikTok about that, said, look, guys, Mr. Penguin's helping me. How cool is this? Uh, basically, I said, I'm not going to stop till Billie Eilish says, sup. It was just like some random goal. At least acknowledges your existence. Mm. Yeah, basically, I was like, okay, like, I'm on a celebrity's, like, an A-list celebrity's top of her profile. Why is that cool? Well, it's because, like, you know, it's her who should be untouchable and me in a stupid picture and on her profile. And so... <laughs> Basically made a post and all of a sudden everybody started helping me and I was getting so much hate from like Billie Eilish fans like oh my god like this is how we communicate with her like you're such an asshole and that was weird and I was like dude it's not I feel like it's not that big a deal like I was like trying to like look inward I was like am I doing a bad thing emotionally unstable teenagers just killing kill yeah. the will to, to create and the thing was like I personally I like Billie Eilish like I didn't yeah. I wasn't she's like, great yeah mm -hmm. I didn't I wasn't like eh. yeah he's got uh, more uh I'm sorry. No, no, no. Just continue. I yeah. don't want to get on it. But, um, so, so then all these people are helping me and I realized, oh shit, like, I, I was just looking, I like David Dobrik. Um, and yeah. so I like, like his videos. I was like, he seems like somebody that would appreciate this. So I made a video more like formal to the camera, like ch challenging these kids to do that. Um, with me because, and that's the other thing about tiktok is i feel like it, the videos to me that i make are funnier because i know my audience's kids it's just like the stupid like shit where i'm like almost in some way like manipulating them into yeah. not like uh you know just like do this for me yeah because and then and they like think it's it's a, like a cause yeah i, I called yeah. it a cause i was like this is yeah join everyone the cause. Yeah, join the Every, cause join the cause cult. join the cause of uh guessing justin bieber's twitter password yeah, now yeah. it's just like rallying these kids behind some stupid idea and so they all started doing it david dobrik acknowledged it didn't say sup at first so i made a video saying I accidentally started a cult because it did become like a cult yeah. for some of these he was kids. Kind of, wasn't he like kind of annoyed by it, I think? Yeah. In the video, he, he seemed like, annoyed. Yeah. Fucking... And, and so like I was worried when I saw that. I was like, shit, like I do like him. So I'm <laughs> I don't want to like... get on the shit list. But my other part of me is like, maybe he's playing a character. Like maybe he is a little annoyed, but he also realizes it's content and like yeah. people are enjoying this and it's creating a bigger fan base for him. Maybe, you know, I don't know if that happened. Um, I got a couple followers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like and so... Um, he finally said sup. That's all he said. Nothing further than that. And so it felt good, but it was also like, damn, like no sort of haha -ha sup, you know, just like, <laughs> it was like, it was I, like, sup, leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. It's like, really, shut dude. the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so that happened. And then I ended up like capping it off with, uh, the Ellen thing. Cause this kid, somebody reached out to me like, Hey, Eric Erdman has like brain cancer. He rarely wants to meet Ellen. And I was like, this seems like a cool, like, because I, I ended up doing a Gary V one. Mm -hmm. And I was That's like, how I, you got the job, right? No, I didn't get the job from that. They, okay. Uh, it was like that was the banana thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get the job from that. I had to, like, make a different video later. That was actually, like, more on the prompt or, in like, relevant to the prompt. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So then the third one was the Ellen thing. And she didn't, like, have him on the show, but she, like, tweeted, Eric Erdman, I see what you're doing. You're like so that was cool like yeah. Alan responded and he actually passed away recently which is super uh, sad but oh he man. was like stoked it sucked that he was like alive to see the downfall of Ellen, you know, that sucked that he had to like, yeah, he got happened. a shout out from Ellen and then everyone hated Ellen and what yeah. happened to Ellen? that killed him. My, yeah. So no. what happened to Ellen? Ellen? Oh I've been, my god! I'm under a dude. rock. I don't. Oh, I don't she pay like, attention to celebrities. She you like, know Epstein, right? No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was part of it, but also like the borderline. Oh, uh, we know. can go there. The borderline. Um, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
or the borderline. The uh, she got basically canceled for. Uh, she's just a bitch. To her she's employees, a bitch. yeah. Oh, <laughs> which yeah, I've heard yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. is pretty. Uh, I've heard that from like people ruthless. I know that have worked for her. That she's like she's a thin-lipped bitch. Yeah, no, interesting. Nice lady. We we respect women, but just not Ellen. Yeah. I I still like Ellen. Listen, I don't yeah. know. I, I I but I haven't been. You know, if I was like, I might feel a lot differently if I was one of those people. Employees. Yeah. yeah so. I like to assume or think that maybe she's good, but like I don't know. I just yes. like Dory. If we ever, <laughs> I just like, yeah, just like Dory. <laughs> I just like Dory, dude. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Don't yeah. ruin Dory. That's for all. Us. Don't, culture. He wants to. Dory. That's what I yeah. was like. Damn, yeah. I love Nemo. I love Dory. Like, come on. I'm Sean just wants to retain his uh, okay. childhood memories yeah. of finding Nemo. Yeah. So, um, real quick, I want to uh, ask about the, the the cartoon one last time about the sure. release of it. If like. Where it is or when, so like it'll be officially in December. released. Ooh. Which oh. December? That's up to you. <laughs> oh, which December? Okay, that's up to you at home. If you want, if you donate dox. to our Venmos. Ah, and we can hire a crew and people to. Or animate if you're for just us. a crew, if you're an animator, hit up that Sean and Damien. Yeah, yeah. We'll make it happen. I want to see it. Yeah, no, it's probably I, the better way to do it. Just I, hit up our Venmos. Yeah, and it'll be made. Just send us money. <laughs> you know, without any kind of like. uh responsibility or anything okay Actually, gotta, the, the one thing i did want to address though is that like um i think between the two of us like we are definitely always looking for collaborators co-collaborators and i know you guys are tapping into a, an awesome community oh, of people yeah. between the two of us we are you know musicians we're directors we're we're writers um and like i really think um if anybody wants to collaborate you guys included, because I know you two are both also talented people. Oh, thank you. Um, I like me some I, writing. I want to. I want to take this opportunity right now, this one millisecond, to thank you guys for having us on. Yeah. Here. Oh, thank, thank you so much. Thank, thank you for you coming. For Please. Of course. Dude, no, let's, I was, let's I was not sit here and suck each me. other's dicks for five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No. I could. But though, we I, still I could, could here do that yeah. later after the cameras are oh, off. Or yeah, Sean's off screen. Yeah. Sean's OnlyFans four ninety nine a month. The bonus interview content. Yeah. The behind but the scenes. I take a mic though, and interview his butthole. Um, and then on top of that, yeah. So, I mean, we're both like, because uh, we're also doing, you know, and I'm realizing this when we were shouting out um, ats, we got the at the four hot guys. At four, four hot, hot guys. guys. Yeah. What is that? So that's our sketch. You didn't do enough homework. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, you didn't do oh, homework. wait, no. Four Hot Guys. Rob no. Ruggiero. I thought I was thinking of like a <laughs> different kidding, I was no. thinking of like a different version of uh, OnlyFans. Oh, okay. It's pretty much that. It sounds like a porn site. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much that. It's yes. you two, Rob Ruggiero, and who else? Tyler Ventura. Tyler Ventura. Yes, Tyler Ventura. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Those are I've our long-time collaborators. Yeah. We've been we've been making videos since literally eighth grade with them. Mm. And um so we're doing this sketch comedy. So they're just two funny dudes in their own right and stuff. They're too. hilarious. Creative and hilarious. musicians as well. Yeah. So. yeah. Tyler is like one of the greatest actors I've ever known in my life. He's like yeah. totally. So good. Yeah. So weirdly naturally gifted. And then. So, so is the whole family. The whole family. I did a short film in um, what? Sophomore year of college. And I just needed a crew, and I'm such a procrastinator. I'm the worst. That's why I'm giving a crew call through this uh, thing, because <laughs> it'll never happen otherwise. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I will never call on anybody to help me out. And uh, so I literally did this whole video, uh, this whole short film, and I needed a cast, and I ended up just casting Tyler's entire family. And his father, <laughs> literally, and I, I showed this for a bunch of yuppie NYU kids in my class, and they were all, <laughs> who, all with their fucking, their, their dad's, 
their dad's wallet far up their assholes. Yucky. And they literally were like, they were like, who, how did you cast the father? And I was like, that's just my friend's dad. And they were like, <laughs> There like were, so many cult classic films are like that. Yeah, or just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just getting people, Wildly you know. Wildly gifted family, genetically. Then they're also like a family band. They're weird. They're oh, great. shit. I love them. They're, I'm like their other son. But Maybe, uh, maybe we'll have the whole family on the podcast. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Imagine. That'd be the sick. Ventolas? Oh, my God. Ventola family. Sick, like, Come on, know, on a like podcast, podcast and defend yourself. <laughs> you know, like Charlie D'Amelio. That and could like, be. They're yeah, all her whole looking. family is famous now. I yeah. can see them being a celebrity family as well. Easily. But anyway. So I had the whole family acting that. Where, where was it going? Oh, but Tyler's just, he's just a naturally gifted actor. And then Rob, um, <laughs> Rob is just like the funniest fucking, he's so funny. He's literally like Jack Black and like uh, Adam Devine. I he's love like, Adam is that, Devine. Yeah, great. Chris Farley, he's like the next in yeah, that line. Yeah, it's weird how all those guys are in like a certain category of yeah. dude. Rob yeah. is that guy. They Rob have a very, very specific very uh, like dugout of comedy. Yeah. Very much so, so, so it was very natural that we were like, I was like, oh, we should make a fucking a sketch group and uh, a la the Workaholics guys, you know, like well, let's do something like that. Yeah. So Andre sick. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're doing that. that. We're doing that right now. So at Four Hot Guys, uh, with a Z on the end. The only thing right now is uh, Rob's father's having um, heart surgery, so he's had it, and I think he's doing no, well. I don't think he's having it. I, no, he did. I don't think he had it yet. Okay, yeah. I don't know. All we're knowing is that uh, Rob is currently quarantining for the sake of his mm. father. So right. four hot guys is temporarily. We're on hiatus, and our thoughts go to uh, Mr. Ruggiero is a great guy, yeah. awesome guy, awesome family. Um, so Godspeed there, and um, but. As soon as that hiatus ends, we're we're back on the four hot guys train. And I was thinking of that too because when we were talking about Ellen, uh, we have a skit where Ellen's going to be in the skit, and uh, Sean, our our very own Sean Malay, is going to play Ellen, which I think is just a very fitting role. <laughs> it, yeah, looks I like do Ellen. Dead ringer, man. I mean, looks like Ellen. Way I wouldn't nicer. say you look like Ellen, but like. Yeah. <laughs> Ellen looks like Sean. Than Damien does. Ellen looks like Sean. Looks no, like wait, Sean. you got to see this photo. You could throw it up on the podcast. Oh, yeah, we'll throw it up. We'll throw it up. We'll throw it up there. Right here next we'll to my head. We'll cut to it. I got <laughs> to right say, man, if, uh, right here. if Four Hot Guys is, is doing uh, like mainly inspired like workaholics type sketch comedy groups, I'm going to be watching that like a hawk. I yeah, love I would, workaholics. I would love to... That's so oh rad, God. dude. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna send it to you. I was there. We'll I was there. Throw that out. I was there when you took when, when you took that. But you send it to us. We'll edit it. We'll put it. All right, all right. Sean, I was there when you took that. Remember that yeah. was uh, the, the uh, when you worked for. I interned, interned at the Gotham at Comedy, Comedy Club. Club. Yep. What a waste that was. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was just I was some guy's bitch. Literally, he uses the name to like. I feel bad because he's a nice dude, and I hope he never sees it. No offense. I hope the podcast does it really well. You just hope it doesn't reach this one dude. Yeah. This one guy because he's a nice guy otherwise, but dude, like, would just like, like I wasn't there for this day, but he had the other interns move out boxes of his aunt's house that died. Like, what does that have to do with comedy or learning about? <laughs> oh comedy? man. I mean, don't get dude, me wrong. No one cares about like, your aunt. If you turn around, like he's a big booker, I guess. So if you turn around and ask him questions, like I would do that. He made me go shopping with him at uh, Jeez. at Whole Foods. And so I mean, like not everybody knows to do this, but or was willing to do this. But like I'm sh shopping with him and I'm like, so tell me about this comedian or tell me. So I'm like trying to like, you know, he's get like, some dude, get some knowledge from this dude. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, yeah. But he's like the kind of he's like kind of just like, uh, you know, like he's like, I don't know. He's just like a. What would I call it? A con artist? No, no like a, <laughs> kind of like a bus driver mentality. Just no. like n not a whole lot there, but just a nice ass dude. Yeah, like funny dude. Funny and good at impersonations. And like he knows about joke writing and stuff. So I'm not like ragging on him. Like, right. you know, there's some great bus yeah. drivers out there. So, oh yeah. 
Shout out to Mr. J. Driving really? bus I had number a mean one. bus driver, Tony. I had a mean one. He, if he sees this, I don't care. He's in, yeah. he was a douchebag. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> all yeah. my all my bus drivers were nondescript white ladies. Well, I can't yeah. really recall one. And one that was really nice. Single elementary white lady bus driver. Yeah. The only bus driver I ever had was this like <laughs> old dude who looked like he was sculpted out of play doh. Like that's, yeah. that's the only bus driver I ever had. This is what I call a tangent. <laughs> what kind of bus so we had <laughs> but um so while we're on the topic of comedy you want to talk a little bit about your Absolutely. comedy career I yeah know. i mean I, that's we, like we started our, doing stand-up i was gonna say do you, you do you are you into we, comedy we, as well we were doing uh, you, you you can talk about it honestly yeah i mean we did it a little freshman year but not nearly the amount that i have like a tattoo from the comedy cell like i want and yeah. i still want oh, really? to do stand up yeah that's like a um, dream of mine is stand up yeah. start stand up is cool it's it. a grind it and it's yeah, something dude. that so. we were willing to grind on yeah. also it's, it's in new york like, cuz we were living in new york trying to do stand up you think like oh like you show up to an open mic and it's like you just cut your teeth and but you have to show up and spend money to and then you, to have to, yeah. really? you want to be like a, so like a pay to play you have to pay to play and how much well it would be like you have to there's, uh, there's free drink mics, minimum but okay. they're and like they're horrible though because remember well yeah a I, lot of them you'll go sean and did it be, way more than me i think I, because i'm just like a fucking i i'm a results person and i just want results right away yeah. <laughs> um it's not my medium because i would go and i would do like some risky ass fucking material because yeah. uh south i just grew up with south park yeah, like same. literally from the first grade I was watch- I had a season Lucky. three box set DVD of South Park. So you just have like a fucking yeah. mentality. I'm going to say what I got to say. I, I, had, I, I would go and tell grade. some of the most fucked up jokes and uh, arguably not even funny. I was just trying to be like, and I would get, I would get jokes, but I mean, I would get laughs, but um, it was risky. And especially in yeah. New York at the time that we were in school, yeah. I, a lot of dead silence and I was yeah. sort of like well it's not my medium you know what I mean but, you gotta have guts to do yeah, that you shit gotta bond I have good nights good. you know the good nights feel great they yeah. feel they, the, the oh, bad such a feeling dude really. that's I, I mean but the bad nights feel bad <laughs> yeah. yeah oh Although yeah you get used after you've had enough good nights the bad nights don't feel as bad or after you've had enough bad nights I should say the bad nights yeah. don't feel bad you can kind of like get comfortable in the silence <laughs> but uh, and then if you don't go for a few weeks uh, and go back and bomb. You're like, wow, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, you need to bomb to get better. Yeah, you know? it's I mean, that's, that's everything in life. Yeah, the yeah. whole like, the whole medium is just about how much demoralization can you take, and are you willing to stick it out? Right. And um, I mean, I don't. Yeah. He, I, I think, Sean did it way more. Yeah, uh, and Sean, I, I think like I, I respect the hell. I, like I, I, like to the idea that I want to do it eventually. Like I might not, and I know it requires. Like it's like almost. You don't want to disrespect it in that, like, yeah, I'm a comedian, I'll do it one, because like those guys like grind. It's like yeah. saying you're, like, people are mad at like Logan Paul for like, he's about to fight like uh, Conor McGregor. Or something. I'm over the I, I I can't deal with that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I heard about I heard I about that though. I defend them. I do. Like, sometimes I like them. Like I or Logan, I think it's a funny dude. But people get pissed because they're like, dude, people. I saw a Facebook post today from a boxer because I used to box like a little, and the kid mm-hmm. was like, dude, like fuck Logan Paul, like doesn't doesn't work at all towards the like being able to be a boxer and suddenly he's going to have a fight with the biggest guy. What a mentality, but uh, just as another tangent, what a mentality where people see somebody with an opportunity and go, oh, he doesn't deserve that opportunity because he's that's not his lane. But it's like he's worked for this platform. Yeah, any, I would any agree. Artist I, like that's, that. what I, yeah. that's what I felt too. It's so funny. The community of like, it, it's more like it's like if... It, 
if it's not me, then it's not Same moral. Same with or Addison not, Ray. Like, yeah, she's gonna be yeah. an actress in a movie. Like, and people and, are like, oh, fuck her. And it's like, well, she did it. She found a platform, yeah. built it, and she like, cap like capitalized on that. Mm. Oh, like, don't be mad at her. Maybe be mad at the people that gave her the opportunity. Right. I Maybe guess. be mad at that. Yeah, if you That's... have to be mad, but be mad at yourself for not fucking, like, for just getting doing on TikTok it. For not doing your own just shit. Doing yeah. it. That's if you had a... Oh, sorry, Jack. That's right. something... I mean, I want to circle back. Like, the first thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about was, like, mentality and, like, your mentalities towards your, like, grinds that you have. Um, but we'll circle back to that. But what I was going to say was... I was talking to my grandma, actually. My grandma texted me, and she sent me this, like, shout Charlie. Shout out Jack's grandma. Shout out, shout out Karen Yates. I love you. Granny Yates. Um, she sent me this thing, and it was, like, Charlie Puth, like, his, <laughs> his like, Netflix thing. And he was like, yeah, he, he seems, like, Netflix way now? more. I promise this is relevant. He seems way more, like, normal than someone like Justin Bieber. Right. And, like, so I, I feel Justin. like people, Wrong. people, like, are so quick to like jump to conclusions about people who are like famous or like, yeah. like stuff like that yeah. like people are automatically just like oh she just she's just like hot so you don't see like the work that goes behind it. right like, yeah, well, like you could say yeah sorry you could say no, like fine. about you like oh sean just made one funny video on yeah, tiktok and yeah. now he has like thirteen thousand instagram followers or whatever but yeah. like it's not that at all like you've been like yeah, grinding and like, yeah. and it was yeah. a grinding of and grinding what to and, grind on, exactly. which was cool. Like well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Gary B and you know, like him saying TikTok, TikTok, and then seeing the results, I was like, okay, yeah, there is a, I can grow here, and so I think mm -hmm. that the people that get angry about shit like that should say, okay, Addison Ray, like, how can I commodify myself? Well, build a following, mm. and then yeah, you'll be able to get an acting role more easily because mm. yeah. people will make a movie with you because people will watch that movie just because Addison's right. in it. Right. Just like, because someone recognizes and seizes an opportunity doesn't make them an yeah. asshole. Yeah. And I think what also, honestly, and this is another part, and it's something that I'm, gl I'm glad we kind of circled back to Sean's TikTok, was like, I was telling Sean, like, you should do TikTok. You're great at TikTok for a good year, like, yeah. before he actually did it. He didn't even, well, you said TikTok, said, and you said social media in general, you should be making stuff, like, putting yeah. your personality. But in. I knew, because I was, like, on TikTok, just because I knew it was, like, sort of the new vine and um but i was saying that and i think the one thing that even when you kind of blueprint out your your like skyrocket a little bit mm. is that is kind of ignored and kind of lost upon the medium is that Sean and people like Addison Ray and these people, they have the capacity to do that. And it's a very real thing because like, you know, you can talk from your fucking couch and from wherever the fuck you're sitting but unless you have the actual like I was Everyone's like I was saying to Sean you should go and take that because I know I'm like I just don't think I could do that it's not I'm not I'm not an like I have not the charisma nor like the outgoing nor the mass appeal I, I just know that just and I was and Sean what Sean is also able to do like he's naturally fucking hilarious like the yeah. reason he's my best friend is because he's the funniest fucking kid I met in my entire <laughs> life in a, in a that's great all, really. that's all you're good for is making us laugh that's Sean. it man and I, I, fuck you otherwise that, fuck this guy no <laughs> get out of here you're not making a clown dude no but but he's got not <laughs> only the charisma Damien. and the and the wit i mean cuz like cuz the way Sean talks about it is like he had he had this whole like sort of different way of looking at TikTok and different way of looking at the interaction but he also had the charisma to do that and the actual and the actual ability to be on camera yeah. and be a character and not even just be a character but be personable and like you know people want to People want to interact with what he's putting out there. Right. Exactly. So say what you want about an Addison Ray. Say what you want about a David Dobrik. And I've got tons of shit to say about David Dobrik. Sean, I'm not a big David Dobrik guy. Yeah, but, me neither. But the guy's just got the 
fucking natural yeah. capacity it's got to like do that, that shit. it factor yeah. so like so mm-hmm. it's it's an it factor but it's also just like a personality type it's yeah. like i'm able to to it's kind like of, how rob fits into the jack black yeah. category david yeah. dobrik fits into a certain it's a personality type so i mean like it's funny because like people will knock these these and it's you did the uh the riffraff collab with t-pain yeah, yeah. i saw that sort of like i forgot so I'll, I'll, I'll talk did you not see that so oh my god of the things we've I... touched on i'm supposed to i'm i hope to be making vlogs about because like i think especially with the riffraff thing which is like pretty open-ended uh mm. and i'll talk about here too just in case people are like i don't know if they're curious but um yeah that didn't pan out i got the opportunity because of tiktok really yeah, it was like, and it's they, not even like you fumbled it. It's like I think everyone wanted different things in that whole. From yeah, what it was I, a weird. Wait, so it was very for weird. people who don't know because I don't think I'm familiar with this. Yeah, so did you not it, see that? Oh my god! I like, yeah. I, I was quite. Do I, I dude, I, 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 no, I was like, is this real? Did like, it was real. Um, oh my god! So, and that's what sucks because I need to make this vlog so people don't think I just lied to their faces. This will help, hopefully. You know, yeah. Whoever this will clear the air. Yeah, corroborate your story. Yeah, so basically, I I had an idea. I wanted to like do a TikTok like where I kidnap a rapper and make them like this would have been a perfect setup and like tie them to a chair, make them rap on a beat, so I'll get famous, and it'd be like (laughs) them rapping like you know, like I want it to be JID. Do you know who JID is? He's like a sick up and coming rapper, and so he's just like lyrically really sick. And I want him to be like, "Please help me, I have been ki-. like just super rhythm explaining that he was kidnapped." I thought it'd be funny, but like rapping it, yeah. Yeah, and so I told somebody about this idea, and they were like, their brother manages Riff Raff, and so they were like, "Oh well, let me let me see what I could do here." And the guy was like, "Oh shit, would he want to be on Riff Raff's album?" What? <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, we'll get him an open." First, they said we'll get him an open spot, and it'll Literally. be like. Uh, and first they said it would be an 80s album, so I'd be singing. And I was like, oh, like, in my mind, I believe musically down the line when I'm good enough, like, I think I can make some cool things. So, it, it, But in my brain, I was like, this, yeah, I'll, I'll try. I'll, I'm not going to say no to that opportunity. Yeah, of course. You're say no to Riff Raff. Yeah, so seizing an opportunity. Kind of wild. And, and it's so, funny because for years I was listening to, because uh, I love Riff Raff. Yeah. And I would show Sean Riff Raff's music like when we lived in Brooklyn. But it, it's just weird how like you put things, things out yeah. in the ether, right? And they come back. Yeah. yeah. I like Riff Raff, but I hate his like type, the way he types. I, what the I fuck are you talking about? One video, caps with lowercase eyes or something? It's, it's all caps with lowercase eyes. And yeah. I just like, when I like really? see it on the feed, it just like bothers yeah, <laughs> I didn't never notice some, that. Kind of some marketing genius, though. Yeah, a little bit. Though. Yeah, it's like something I, unique that stands out. Yeah, like pulling your. You're eye. saying like yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah no, sorry, my sorry, bad, my bad. Uh, no, so um, basically, uh, oh, so they sent me a a song like a rap song, and they were like, my friend, the kid was like, I think that's T Pain on the song, and sure enough, it's T Pain rapping. You made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. He does and the hook. He's the, yeah, the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then there's this open spot for me to rap. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I don't, like, you know, I made joke raps. Damien. Damien's a good rap, a really good rapper. We so, were, well, we freestyled all through college. Yeah. We they had were always good. I, I get nervous. I'm like, ah, ah, you know, like, we I were choke. listening to the one that you had on your SoundCloud or one of, I'm not sure how many there are, but yeah. like second one down maybe earlier. Mm-hmm. Is it, does he rap in the beginning? I think so. Yeah. Stiff lip. Yeah, stiff yeah, lip. Yeah, that was one. Yeah. All off the top. So yeah, he and he freestyled that. I wrote mine, which he isn't a brag because it's like a gibberish. No, but, but he sounds, uh, in my opinion, yeah, he no, sounds he like sound X, like X, 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 X. Mm. But uh, anyway, so I, uh, dude, I Rest Damien wrote, no, helped me write one like thing. It. I didn't really write a lot of it. He wrote most of it. it was really cool, but I felt like I was like, oh, I really, I just want to like, I want to like feel 
like I just want to like write my own thing and so I like went for like I, I'm not even kidding like well first the guy was like we need something by Monday I was like what so I <laughs> sent this thing that it was I, weird I mean we're because we, you were in communication with Riff Raff's manager yeah and at one point they had Riff Raff send over some video footage for the for the TikTok but they yeah. wouldn't send a video remember? yeah, yeah. Riff Raff won't do videos he was kind of like me a voice memo. little prima donna ish mm. but anyway, yeah so, but like go on so and so basically I'm what I am I'm almost positive is that it was like. Oh, TikTok, like right now, TikTok, if you're a musician, if you're trying to get your music heard, TikTok is like a golden ticket word. Like if you're in a studio or if you're in the label or you're in like a big studio or whatever and you say TikTok, they all turn like that's the thing. And so they saw my ability to go viral. They're like, well, this kid will make his album go crazy. Uh, And so mm. I sent them something that. Like Damien liked a few of my friends liked. They're like, "This is pretty sick." And it was really good. The the thing that actually Sean recorded, I was like, well, "That's fire, dude." I, I don't... but personally, I was like, "Well, first of all, I didn't like the song to begin with. But second of all, the like, song my was kind of shitty." Yeah, and that's the shitty. other hard thing is I'm sitting there every day trying new shit, hating it. I'm like, "Well, maybe it's because I don't like the song, so it's yeah. hard to make something I'd want to listen to." Mm. And so I had so much just. It's still on my computer, just like so many things. Sent it to him. The guy wasn't very, like, I don't really even know what he said, but he's like, we'll send it to the mixers. We want it to come out in September. Never heard anything about it again. And honestly, like, I was kind of happy because I was like. He might still be on the next Riff Raff album. I have no idea. Dude. Oh, so you just don't know. Like, if they Riff Raff comes, oh, if Riff Raff just comes out with a new album, Sean Malay might just I, be on it. Yeah. And I, so, but I won't, like, I wouldn't want to. Like, I wouldn't even promote it, dude. Like, it's not I, Sean yeah. Millet. It's like all caps, Sean, and then the I. Like, I would want it to be I, I, I see. And then, yeah. yeah. Well, if you guys listen to Riff Raff's new album in the future and Sean is on and it. Sean's on it. Would be you heard it here first. Was here's why. Here. Yeah. And is, I don't know what you heard it first say, here, local acts only. I not sign anything, so I'm like, I want to like talk about yeah. it. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know what I'm allowed to say, but I didn't. I mean, they didn't make you sign a contract. Yeah. All I know is like, yeah, T-Pain's on it, rapping about, basically, and that was the cool thing too, was like, he's rapping about basically you made a mistake and the person he's talking to is like somebody witnessed him kill somebody or mm. do something wrong so we were like oh like should it be sean's the the witness and like he's like so i'm being ra- like t-pain's talking to me should i be like his henchman like yeah you did make a mistake like or the other thing i thought was cool yeah yeah so and they were gonna do the music video remember they were talking about the music video yeah with you and literally him and Riff Raff and t-pain in a music video Dude, that yo be, that's so red that would be so his funny. fucking management I, was yeah. like texting sean yeah it was crazy. That's nutty. And the thing I also thought was cool too is like, what if I, like, I was trying to think of like, well, how can I be clever about it? So it's like, what if I'm the witness and like, I'm like, okay, I won't talk, but you got to put me on a rap song. So it's like this weird loop of like, oh, he's on the rap song because he witnessed TV. Yo, that's so cool. I didn't end up doing that, but I wish oh, I did because yeah. that would have been Man, cool. Right? That's such an interesting you way to like think to about it, I think writing. It's, I, yeah, honestly, like how do you, who are you in the story? Yeah, so I think cool. it's a testament to like how we just approach shit as far as storytelling goes. Because yeah. I think from square one, we were trying to like, okay, well, like what's the... What What's is he story? saying? Yeah. What's the story? When going someone on? gives you a piece of music to write on, you go straight to storytelling. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And that's the other hard part too. Is like, well, if I approach this like I'm an actual rapper, you know, it might come off as like if I'm like, yeah, you made a mistake. So one of the coolest lines he wrote was, uh, uh, "I can make obligatory six nine snitch lines." Or I could hit you with the Glick nine six times. Yo, that was an original. Damn. That was like a rough draft. That's not what I ended up, but still cool. Yeah, yeah, I'll dig it. Like yeah, thing, yeah. But that was my favorite. That's, that's line. a good line. But that's then, a bar. so it was like, so I could talk about being like this. So then I have to play a character. So it's kind of like what I my argument for Billie Eilish when I when it comes to Damien is like, 
because he'll he'll say like it kind of feels ingenuine, like the character she's I playing. Feel, I think like she's really disingenuous. disingenuous. It's it's like she's really? a character of she's portraying like some kind of like depression that when actual people go through the depression, like I just I can't say I I think right. she's repulsive. I never really and so sense, my but... thoughts are like she's acting in a sense, like she's playing a character. She's okay. playing a character. Yeah. So can I, can I play a rap? Ca- Sorry. Yeah. No. 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 You. So my question is like, can I play like a, that character in the terms of like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking shoot you in the face. You made a mistake, or should I be like, oh, I did make a mistake, like little Dicky, you know? Yeah. Little Dicky. Little Dicky. He know oh, he's has self awareness. He's like, like, little, like you know, I'm a, I have a little dick. Like, like I rap about funny things. He doesn't say something. That's not true to you're him. You're not trying to pretend to be something that you're yeah. not. Yeah. And so I just got lost in all that. And I was like, dude, I don't know what to do. And so, and it was just funny. It was like cool to see that, like, because I feel like a year ago, I would have been like, yeah, if I had an opportunity like that, like, even though I don't rap, I'm like, I just know I could kill it. And it's like, I was given a sick opportunity. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, you really <laughs> got to work towards rapping. You know, you yeah. can't just be a rapper. It's funny, too, because the reason I brought it up was because people were kind of throwing hate your way. Like, oh, like, he's not a rapper. Why does he get to rap on yeah. a T painter? And I'm like, dude, it's because he's fucking put in the legwork yeah he, he, it's the logan paul thing it's again the, it's, literally, right. it's like he offers something valuable to <laughs> these people and that's why he's in this position you know what i mean but right. but again um, like he recognized and just, seized an opportunity exactly so, yeah anyone would if i got hit up by <laughs> riff rap and team, i've never rapped a single bar in my You're life i try. I'd I'd try. Like, i try yeah. i am a rapper yeah. i actually like, gotta fake I'm, it till you make it dude. and that was the funny Fuck thing it. too is i ended up like thinking about like i remember like daydreaming I spent more time daydreaming about what my life as a rapper was going to be like than like. Doing like I did put in I the work. I think he got kind of lost in the sauce. I'm I thinking. did a little bit. Too. <laughs> dude, it, like, yeah, like a year from now, I'm gonna be like with Post Malone. Because I like, I wrote the first thing and it was like kind of fun. Uh, like there was some the very first one. Was remember funny was funny. Stuff. I had like a uh, it breaks the third wall. Like it's a moment where he's talking directly to his fans in character yeah. as Sean Malay, the vlogger. Right. And he was like, uh, like. I don't know, man. It's not hard, and I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. And then I and then I wrote the really fast. It was like a like Godzilla Eminem. Yeah. Oh shit. Really fast. I wrote like, and then he was like, oh, that's cool too. But then he was like, oh, I kind of want to do my own thing. And I obviously like, it's like, of course, you know. Yeah, but like, um, do, do you? But I, yeah, I, it was just fun. Honestly, I had a good time doing that. Yeah, and if it, yeah, I mean, if it like ever happens, I guess it'd be cool. You're gonna I don't be know. unrefreshed album. I can't. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I, I'm just, I don't know. What, like when the day comes when it's released and it's not me, it's like some dude they paid. Oh, that's what I was. It's sure some guy I... playing you. Like it's like that. I didn't say any yeah. of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like featuring Sean Malay. Yeah, like, I'd honestly be like, well, if it sounded good, I'd be you'd like, be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess. But they well, have for the like, cloud, I mean. yeah, they have like fart sound effects playing during yeah, your thing because like, you're like a comedian, and like, and, <laughs> and they just make you like really hokey, and you're just like, oh, the oh, fuck, my God, I don't, it's, and that's they just have that somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> they just have your shit. They somewhere. have it in the T Pain vault. But here's what I'll, I'll say. Next to next to the T Pain app, which yeah. by the way, there's a thing. There's a the T-Pain app. app. Do you not recall? Dude, he is a. Dude, like, they, no, no, but T Pain had the app. Or it makes you sound like T Pain, right? It was the really? it was the auto tune app, and you right. just had your like headphone mic, and you and it literally was. I had it on my like iPod video or something. No, no, iPod I Touch. It had to be iPod Touch. Yeah, yeah. Had to be iPod Touch. But is the T Pain app, and I honestly think he should do something with that again because he's falling off fast. No, I it's weird. T-Pain. Not until I did this did I start seeing T Pain everywhere. T Pain is actually yeah. a Twitch streamer now. I saw no that shit. Too. Yeah, he does that. He's is that true? He's playing no, Among he's Us, like, yeah. and he sings for wow. the intro. He like sings and stuff. Like yeah, that. he's got a good voice. He doesn't need auto. Oh yeah, his people realize that. that. So weird. Tiny Desk. You gotta yes, watch. Oh, you man. have to watch his Tiny Desk. His voice is 
fucking incredible. The whole reason that he uses auto tune was because he was one of the first people to like start using it. Like he right. just he was just using like it as like a now. cool yeah. sound. It, it was a style thing. You know? Yeah, it was like it was his style. Like he wasn't like trying to like make his voice sound better. Like he just, he just liked the sound. He just liked the sound. My man's, my man's got then, pipes. Yeah, and then he's saying Everyone who like couldn't sing started using auto tune, and then like so when you listen to T Pain, you're like, oh, it uses so much fucking auto tune. Yeah. When meanwhile, like he was like the first motherfucker like yeah. using that shit. Right. I think auto tune's kind of cool because like what the whole idea behind auto tune is, it's like crushing the original waveform down. So there is some like natural distortion that comes out of that, mm-hmm. and I like it makes me think of like an electric guitar, like it's yeah. like some kind of like solo Hell, instrument. And there's some yeah. like pitch correction in there loved, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. One of my like one of the first tracks I ever did. I had like a lot of auto tune on it, and people were like, "Oh, why did you put all that auto?" Like they didn't like, and I was like, "I just think it's cool. It like I cool. love that yeah. uh, that medium for you know for singing." Because yeah. I was even saying when I first did that, I was like, "It lets you focus more on the inflection of your voice and like where you are than on the singing technique." You know, it's mm-hmm. like I'm not so much worried about the singing technique. I can convey almost more emotion through this like robotic medium. Yeah, you're like freed up. A little yeah, bit. because I'm focusing mm-hmm. more on the character of my voice or the tone of my mm. voice rather than the placement. Yeah, so that's it, a really cool. It's perspective. cool. But yeah. then you see somebody like T Pain, who's like literally like a virtuoso singer, amazing singer, and you're like, uh, it makes it kind of makes sense though. Yeah. Why, why somebody? You ever experience like when recording or using auto tune, like the idea of like. Excuse me. Purposefully singing, uh, like kind of incorrectly. Like I have some friends, um, who make their who make some like rap music, like trap stuff. Yeah. They got inspiration from like Blade, like Drain Gang shit. I don't know if you guys know who I those are. No, I don't know. Swedish like vaporwave dude. That's cool. Crazy cool. But vaporwave's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I was in, I was hanging out with them while they were recording their shit, and my man had headphones on, and like you you only heard him. And it sounds like so bizarre and yeah. like almost bad, kind of. Yeah. But then when you hear it with the music, it's like, oh, he's you know, you, you kind of have to like sing incorrectly on it's purpose. Like the whole yeah. young thug Sometimes thing. it's like the whole Young Thug thing. Like people are always like, oh, Young Thug, and I'll listen to a Young Thug song, and I'm like, I don't particularly like what he's doing. It's like yeah. the whole weird squeal stuff and stuff like that. But it's like when it, like when you look at it through the lens of just like an artistic decision, it does kind of give itself a little more credit like you're like oh okay well like it's not a limitation thing it's more like he's just doing that because like a style choice it's a style choice and then you it gives it a little more right. credit but it's funny because like we could just like like with uh like with sean and damien it's just shittily drawn and only because from the get-go i was like we should just draw something so crappy that we can just replicate it quickly and easily yeah. mm-hmm I wanted it to be like something I could just draw out, and it's like, oh, it's a stylistic thing, and yeah. like riff raps font. <laughs> it is like riff raps font. It yeah, it's it's cool though that you know not only did you both mention you mentioned um the idea of being genuine, but also your inspiration of of South Park because yeah. when I first saw the cartoon, the first thing that came to my mind was like, this is simplistic, but it seems purposely simplistic. It reminds me of South Park. It's it's an efficiency uh, thing mainly, but also yeah. Also, like I love that look. You know, the rugged kind of like it looks like it's in somebody's it looks journal, yeah, type of thing. And you guys have like great color palettes and and whatnot, and it, all the pieces do like fall into place. Like when yeah. you like thank Satan is like thank you Jesus. So I was yeah. like that's like, that cracked me up. That was funny. Yeah. Um, but then also like. The idea of being genuine, um, in one of our episodes, I think it was our, our first episode, I talked about the three R's of yeah. music, but granted it goes for like any creating anything is real, recognize real. Yeah. And, um, you know, y- you can have someone who doesn't know anything about 
music whatsoever in any way, shape, or form, or isn't a musician, but they'll listen to something and you can just kind of feel if right. it's you genuine. Right, you know if it's good or yeah. you, if you like you like it or you don't. But yeah, that is an interesting kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, which is like, it's cool too, just because like, especially it's just, that's I think with, like, obviously too, like I'm like new to music in that like I've actually like put effort into it like Last few years, but when I think when I try and make music, that's cool. Like, it's I feel like it's harder than like being funny. Like funny, it's like I'll get a few. I, I don't know. With music, it's like you can show somebody something, and they just it might not be their taste, but there might be like a whole audience out there you don't know right. that would like it. And I mean, that's how comedy is too, kind of. No. Yeah, no, it definitely is, and I, I guess I I don't know. I think like. Maybe because I've like just been being funny my whole life. Yeah, I think you know, like I, I trying. Yeah, trying Not to be succeeding. Yeah, trying to be funny my <laughs> no, whole I'm life. Just Get your head out of your crotch. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. So I like warmed up that like that muscle has been built. I think with the music, maybe it's like I still need to build that sort of thing. But it is just weird, like how one person can love a song and then like some like because I'll love a song, I'll show him and he'll hate it. I'm like, dude, what, what is it yeah. going on yeah. in our brains? That's just different well for the most part what's funny about our relationship at least is like we do we, like a when lot we of met we clicked shit. on pretty much everything yeah. i yeah. mean as the years have gone on i think we've probably grown in, into our a little bit closer to individuals i think from each yeah. other but like from the beginning we were like i think on the same page with music comedy yeah. the whole the whole nine yards i always feel too like i'm a little behind you with tastes like oh because he'll south park he was like huge fan of i liked and then like i kind of got into it more beatles he loved and i didn't start liking the beatles until like two or three years ago when we were at skillman i listened to like all of it and i was like whoa yeah. this is sick and so bob dylan even now i'm starting to listen more of him and he's like a huge that's my Dylan. hero Bob. Yeah. Dylan. you got me into the beatles really yeah, yeah. You, you were always posting um, Sergeant Peppers or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you were like, "This is like the best album. Like, don't argue with me." The yeah. Beatles, and were, I was like, "All right, I yeah. gotta listen to this album." And then Maybe I like messaged Sergeant you, Peppers, and I was like, "White album, Dude. probably." But the Beatles, White album, yeah. the Beatles mm-hmm. were. That's all my father. My father exposed me to everything that I like today. Um, was him? He would just like uh, I had. He got me an iPod when I was little, and he would just like randomly when he would update the software or whatever, he'd throw on. And he's like, "Oh, I put on." Uh, Bob Dylan for you. That's how I. That's how I uh, discovered Bob Dylan, and and that pretty much, that was a huge cornerstone in my life. The Beatles were a huge co- cornerstone in my life. Um, music. It's funny because I think comedy was always a natural thing. I think I was always a class clown, and that's why I gravitated towards Sean. We were both class clowns. Mm-hmm. Um, but comedy was more like, um, like a personality thing, whereas music for me is still. Just like uh, it's a life thing. I, I feel like anyone would say that. Anybody who who loves me, most people. I'm enjoying it a lot more. Like now, when I have the free time, like, like I, because like lately, I'm like I gotta put in effort into TikTok or like because I want to keep the momentum. But like, music is like as I've gotten better, especially it's like way more because you could just sit down, make something, and you've made it. Like yeah, with like TikToks and filmmaking and like. You got, there's like, you got to get other people involved, you know, you got to, or you got to like film it, then edit it, yeah. then have the idea, but you could just set up piano, make some shit, sing out some lyrics that you're feeling. And it's like, oh, and it's immediate, like creative 
satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because there's variables all within the medium because then you've got those pop stars with 40 people writing the song and yeah. all this yeah. right. into it and it is like almost like a film tier production. Yeah, yeah, true, mm-hmm. true. But it's funny because from sure. the very beginning we, we bonded over music because Sean had been playing guitar. You you played guitar for a long time. Yeah, but so the thing with the guitar is like I've been, I never really practiced but like I could, you know, yeah. play like over the hills and far away just the beginning and like Stairway to Heaven and like and then once I smoke on so the I water. remember he was really good, even eighth grade, and I was like nervous to like finally show up, like have a guitar and around him because I was like, oh shit, I gotta show him that I'm not that good. <laughs> but uh, then once we moved in together, like in college, like we just our beds was like from me to you, and so he yeah. really helped me get like. And that. we circled back because we were talking about how Sean, uh, you learned piano in the past what three yeah, years, yeah. and that was literally because we. But but like you always fucked around because he has a piano in his house. Yeah, I did. Like you I, had a, you had a piano in your house, like from yeah, like the childhood, literally. So I so the the I could play like before the three year mark that I've like or three years now that I like have been saying I could play. Uh, you know the yeah, I remember. Um, or is that Rondo Alaturk? Rondo Alaturk. Yeah, Mozart. Yeah, yeah. I could yeah. play that, and then I learned not a song like. Uh, Beethoven's uh, Moonlight, Sin- Moonlight Sonata. Oh no! That one I learned like I sp- a little oh, closer. Um, that one I learned like that was like the second class. So uh, yeah, I learned like a cl- Mozart one from YouTube videos. Learned a- and then so this guy I took like thirty minute lessons at NYU, and it was like six classes in total. But he told me how to read sheet music, and you know, like not well. Like obviously, it takes me yeah. forever. But there was a guy. Basically, I was like, well, what's the song I want to learn the most? And there was a guy like, you should make it, you should, you should, there was like a YouTube video. Like, if you want to learn, like, you know, set a goal and then learn everything you need to, to play that song. And so actually what happened is my friend Moses was like, this is the hardest classical song there is. It was like this Beethoven song, uh, Moonlight Sonata, the third movement or whatever. He's like, I remember I tried learning. Yeah, I couldn't do sucks. it. He, and I was like, oh, you couldn't do it. And that's what made it the that, hardest. Is that like the one Moses that's on strategy, Instagram? Like, that's the hardest one. Yeah. <laughs> no, What's that? Is that the one that's on your Instagram? It's like the quick one. On your Instagram? I have two. I have Claire Deloon and then the Moonlight Okay, Center. there's one that you post on your Instagram that I watched. I archived the recently. one because I like got better at it. And I was like, I don't want to put this. But yeah. it's like this quick song, right? And uh, and so I was like, he was like, oh, it's the hardest. I couldn't even learn the beginning. I was like, well, how hard could it be? And so literally all it takes, even with that song, I mean, I don't play it well, right? Like there's like, when it comes to like an actually trained person, it's like, oh, you wouldn't, it's a shit. You, you know? play but, it pretty damn good, dude. I saw you do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's cool. Well, and literally all it comes down to is patience, like, and yeah. writing down the notes. And I was like, okay, because I, I can't read sheet music quick. So I was like, let me write down what they are. Mm-hmm. And literally I sat, I would get, well, what I would do is I would smoke weed, go to the practice room at NYU every day. If I smoke weed, it would end up being some days like three hours because I just like it helps just focus up. You just post up in there. Yeah, because like when you're high, like you're or if you're doing nothing, it's boring. If you're doing nothing and you're high, it's great. So I kind of apply that like to practicing piano. Practicing sucks. It's boring, especially if you suck. But if you're high, it's like the greatest thing in the world. So I did that for like. Kids don't take this advice at home. I know. I, I'm like, See, I, I want to tell you know this, like, so, no, this, this is this is like, hyper, this is hyper uh, specific to Sean. Yeah, yeah. Sean that, really took weed and like turned it into something good. I cannot is, do anything. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, is that's, a great point. That, I should have the self awareness. I want to touch on when like, it's next, not solid yeah. advice. It's very much Sean. But that's a great point. And, yeah. And, but it's worked. I mean, it, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, but 
Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's no that because like it does cause like laziness in some people. Yeah. It causes anxiety, even in me. It causes. I can't it causes smoke a weed lot anymore. I don't smoke weed anymore yeah. because it's fucking. I lose my shit. Neither can, can I. I, I yeah, I'll I do just, the same thing, dude. Yeah, I'll just. I go I'm just a functional alcohol. Like if I smoked that's right now and I was high, like I would not be a good guest. Oh, know? same. Yeah, I yeah. would not be a good host at all. Like I'd be <laughs> more like, oh, did I just say something stupid? That may or may weird. not have happened on the second episode. And oh, really? Like, yeah, well, that's why I wonder what Joe episode? Rogan. Oh, damn! I'm excited. Wanna, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, Joe right. Rogan's we'll, always smoking. We'll, we'll like, I could never be on like. Yeah, the dude's just casually like ripping. When you when you've done how many episodes like. 17 1800 right? yeah true like at that point it's just like going through the motions i feel like probably yeah but like that's something that i've noticed a lot recently is like because when i smoke recently like i'm more driven now because like i have the podcast and like i'm working on stuff so like mm. i have shit to do yeah. but like if i don't have shit to do and i smoke like i'll just sit and watch tv for like Okay. four hours yeah, see, it, like, and then i'll smoke again and yeah watch more. yeah for sean he turns it into like it's a fuel like sometimes it's the anxiety too it, yeah the anxiety it all, that drives me it all like depend. like it depends on your relationship with it really yeah you know? yeah and I, I i you know there's part of me that hates that that like i don't want that to have to do that but in, in my other i'm also like well, well i treat it like a tool like you know why walk when you can drive the only thing is yeah you know driving might not affect you Mentally, you might crash the car. Yeah, that's the only negative. <laughs> the downside yeah, of driving. Car. Weed prolonged use. I don't know. You know, I could. Yeah. I don't. I, my memory shit. That's for sure. My parents all like say something. I'm like, oh, I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> my mom. Sean is a functioning weed addict for sure. <laughs> weed, and you're gonna keep forgetting. The, uh, Shout outs to mom. But we're all functioning something, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We should do a little ca- like a little counter. Like yeah, it's fun- functioning yeah, nicotine no. addict. Sean also loves the nicotine. No, I literally I quit for four months. Got heartbroken over the summer. Like you know, minor. I I would like to. Was it um? What's her name? Oh. From the video. Uh, no, shout no, no. Whoever, whoever, whoever he Kennedy, says, come defend Walsh. yourself on the podcast. Kennedy Walsh, no, come on the podcast and defend yourself. Who I won't name. Okay. Kennedy Walsh, come but, defend uh, yourself. Fuck you. Um, but so I like was shout bummed about Eric. It. I don't know who it actually is. Yeah. Shout out Eric Tabak. Homie. Uh, but yeah, so don't know who you are, but shout out, dude. Yeah, YouTuber guy. You should. No, I'm just kidding. No, he's not. No, you're okay. No, if you did your research, you would. You would know. No, no. Fuck. No. That's <laughs> okay. Dude, I'm so flattered that you did it at all. Like, believe me. Oh. Um, but, no, so. Nick, Nick, Nick. You were talking about weed and and Big Nick. Months, got heartbroken, was in a 7-Eleven. I was like, I bet that'll make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that, that happens to all of us, and dude. And it did. And so I quit, though, again. Like, I've been, on, like, for the past month, I haven't, like, I haven't bought one in two months. But. When they're around, it's like, I guess this is another mental. Take thing. a little sip. Like I'm like I've told myself when they're around, I'll hit them. But the problem is like you know they're always around. They're abundant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Children have them. I did the same thing. Uh, I was South I quit Park, for a year. Literally, and I just like fell off. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, after I broke That's up what I with hate. my girlfriend. It's like after a year, uh, really, girlfriend. Yeah, I broke up with my girlfriend, and like maybe give me a what thirty days. I was like back on it. It's a, a self, year. It's a self-destructive thing, man. Yeah. It really is. And like it's funny because um I have very self. I'm just very self-destructive. When I'm sad, it's more like an I'm burning down the building as I leave type yeah. situation. Yeah. And I 
I mean, that's where Lil Burr came from. That's where... I Self-destruct clothing line? That's the self-destruct clothing line. I, I believe that up. the world is self-destructing. I mean, we're witnessing it. And Happening then on right top now. of that, I have self-destructive tendencies, and I know we all are. I mean, the system is built to facilitate these self-destructive tendencies. So, I mean, like, victim of the modern age is going to be plastered on all our gravestones in fucking 30 years. But... Those are sick lyrics, dude. Thanks, man. Oh God, <laughs> I wish down. I could write them, but I can't. No, it's like, but um, I'm just like, uh, yeah, that's the whole idea behind it. I mean, when I when I was, he won't. Do uh, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you give him the pen. He's like, <sighs> but like when I was in my worst that's state, so self-destructive. When I was in my worst state, I was like waking up, cracking a beer or something, or like an I fucking IPA at fucking what seven a.m. and because I. I at least my, you were waking up at 7 a.m. I was waking up at 7 a.m. because I was also <laughs> working at Whole Foods. Oh, and geez. I fucking, I was like conditioned to like crack it because I was waking up at like 4 a.m. for Whole Foods. So 7 a.m. was like later Ooh. in the day for me. And I'd wake up, take Zans because my manager uh, had like a prescription at the time. Oh, jeez. Yeah, because I, I was in the music thing for a second there. I was like. Uh, you heard from him ever? No, and I'm scared, dude. I have like a Suge Knight manager, bro. Oh, oh no! Holy Suge shit! Knight. What Suge Knight? Did? Suge Knight. Uh, it was Tupac's manager. Yeah, Suge oh. uh, Death Row Records, dude. Okay. And uh, he was like straight gangster. Suge Knight. Oh. Yeah, he, my man was sketch, dude. The, probably killed um, Tupac. Straight out of Compton, boys. No, I think um, you're thinking of uh, Biggie. Everyone, everyone speculates he he was. Look, behind either Biggie. way, I don't. I don't Shug, yeah, Suge Knight was. Um, All I'm saying is, is my NWA. Yeah, or was he? No, uh, I mean, no, he was, he was, no, he was Dr. J. Suge Knight was Tupac, Whatever. man. I swear to God, yeah. Suge, Suge Knight was Tupac. He was Dr. J after he left he was NWA Records. He was Snoop Dogg, Tupac, yeah, whatever. But get so, it. so my manager, um, which I, m I met Blanco through Sean, um, and I, I mean, maybe that was a great story, and it is a cool story. We can get to that, but um, we'll at the time though, he had a Xanax prescription, so he was getting me choice medical grades and beautifully oppressed and i don't honestly advocate that for anybody because it's uh it's a self-destructive it's a self-destructive yeah. person that turns to shit like that but i was literally using them to try and correct my life because well you were self-medicating i, I was self-medicating hard hard and um i'm not gonna lie like i still i'm like god like sometimes i'm just like i could go for fucking zan right now because i just like that would just like put everything down and i get to fucking chill for like literally the next 24 hours i'm gonna wake up in a stupor the next day so yeah. that, but um yeah like self-destruction is like and it's in all of us man it's 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 funny because the sentiment runs deep in most people i talk to um you know everyone can sort of relate to a, a self-destructive behavior and i think the addiction too it's kind of like a floodgate like it's like once yeah. you go back to it like especially with that shit or the dance yeah. or alcohol even i have people Weed. close to me that have problems Sometimes. with it and it's that first sip of alcohol. Like they say, you can't, after overcoming alcoholism, can't drink at all. Because once yeah. you do it, like something clicks in your brain where you're like, yup, give me it. Addiction yeah. to me too, and I've said this to Sean for years, and I, it's just some maybe the way I was raised. I feel like addiction is a cop-out, and maybe some people will like be offended by that, but I literally think addiction is sort of an excuse that you create in your mind. Oh, it's in my, it's in my blood. It's in my genes. It's in my heritage that I'm I'm going to be addicted to something. I have this tendency, and I really think that like that really robs the individual of some kind of 
accountability. accountability. The South Park episode about that. That's like oh, one of my favorite South Park. Yeah, when when Randy when, when Randy they go to meet the goes to the bloody Mary statue, the, the Virgin Mary Mary's statue. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's it's right. like it's a sickness yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's that's like, a great episode. He's like, no, too. I'm sick. I, yeah, I've yeah. surrendered to God. I have a disease. I have a disease. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like there, there's definitely like case by case. Like there's people that fall I, back, but I feel like with heroin, it's yeah. like a chemical something in your brain. Like, no, but no, I mean at the same at the same time though, like are are any of us like I feel like if any of us, I mean, I, I can't speak for you guys, but if any of us, like, say we're all in good places, we're happy, we're like doing well. If someone like injects me with heroin, I don't know if I'm gonna become addicted to it because that's a good question. I feel I'm like sure. that's that's something mm. that's very like, like you just want to be like you want you want to be out, like you want to be like tuned out. You don't want to be like you think you need to be all. in a certain place mentally. Yeah, to... like like you need to. Well, like, there's people that like get, get like out. hurt. And get prescribed like opiates or something from the hospital, and then they get addicted, and they're not necessarily always in a bad place. Yeah, but you don't. I, I mean, don't at know. the same See, time, you a don't bad know place necessarily is, yeah, that and, they aren't in a bad place. Yeah, and you know? exactly, and because a bad place is so subjective. Yeah, a bad place can sort of just be a general dissatisfaction with the way your shit's going. Because, like, I mean, and it's funny too. You look at the mega rich people, and they fucking do fall into this weird decadent state where they're like. They are drug addicts. They are sex addicts. They are fucking just like beyond the pale. And it's, it's, it comes from almost like in extreme idleness. You know, it comes from this like, I have everything and it doesn't fill this want inside of me. And it's like, I feel like there's deeper states of depravity that stem from that. You know, you, you sort of invite it. Like and not to, not to say that my depression came from that either. My depression never came from fucking overabundance of anything convenient in my life. Mm-hmm. But it, it is sort of like were I to achieve this next status and not feel that fulfillment that I thought it would give me after experiencing and struggling with depression my entire life, which I have. Uh, I'm sure it, it wouldn't be like, oh, I'm rich now, everything's super, or I have everything catered to me now, everything's great. It'd be like uh, that disconnect. It'd probably be worse. I It'd think. be worse because you'd yeah. go, you'd go. What's wrong with me? Because yeah. nothing's fixing why, this. Why? Like, yeah, I, I got this thing. Why? Why aren't I happy now? Yeah, yeah. TikTok shit made me realize that. I mean, not you know, I that you guys give me more credit than do. Like, I think that like the the following on TikTok's big, but like, it doesn't feel like it's like you. It almost like if you told me this a year ago, I'd be like, yeah, I, I made it, you know. But once you get <laughs> to that point, even with the Gary V TikToks, like. You're watching these huge numbers, but it's like, it's like in, I don't know, even like a GTA or like you get like, you just get money and you're like, all of a sudden you get used to, it's almost like, okay, you get a new iPhone for the first day. It's sick. Right. Yeah. And then in a week's time, it's just a phone. Like you don't care anymore. I think that's with fame, with money, with all that sort of stuff. You eventually get used to it. There's a Larry David, like, so in Curb Your Enthusiasm, I saw an episode of thought this was so funny and just like a cool moment he like goes up to this woman at like an office building and she's got a sick view like outside her window and he's like how long did it take you to get over that view and she was like "Mm, probably like a week he's like i think it would take me like 10 minutes look at it 10 minutes i'd be over it i just thought that was so interesting like that's so many things in life where it's like you can have a sick thing but after like a few hours a few days like you get over it yeah. I, mean, I think there's people that you know know how to appreciate what they have sure but if you go to space tomorrow i think a week into being in space you'll be like all right i'm over space you know hmm. and i think that's a lot of things fame 
I mean, you could look at Justin Bieber, that song, I'm so lonely, lonely, lonely. Like, you know, it, it, you get used to all that yeah. shit. It's not as yeah. cool as you'd think. Maybe. I mean, may, I, I, there's also, it's probably case by case, too. Like, you're you're going to deal with fame differently from you and me and Damien, so. Yeah. When yeah. we're all famous. It's going to happen. When? It's only a matter of time. It's a matter of time. Um, yeah. So, I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to talk about because we were obviously been talking about like stuff like depression. So something like motivation. Because Damien, you were saying earlier that um, you know, you you reference yourself as like a lazy person and stuff. But both of you are like multifaceted creators, whether it be comedy, writing, filmmaking, uh, music, whatever it is. Uh, how do you find motivation to to do whichever one of those things that you may do? I'd rather hear Sean's answer on that because I'm still I I don't I typically I'm like. Motivation, uh, and I don't, I would not diagnose myself or try to because I refuse to see therapists and shit like that because I just have this probably debilitating like sort of opinion that um, I don't want somebody to attempt to like tell me the answer or give me some kind of solution to it. But um, like I just have like next to no motivation it's pretty honestly remarkable how little motivation i have like from a day-to-day basis because like i have these aspirations and especially as like you said like a multifaceted artist like i do have many things many projects even that uh have occupied my waking like i'm thinking about these things constantly and i'm whole i'm guilting myself about these things constantly all these projects that i have and and very real and like tangible things they're not out of arm's reach very within my within my capacity to accomplish these things but like i just i'll wake up and i have a day job and i fucking do the day job and i come home and i'm tired and i want to fucking like just sit sit for a little second you talk about the morning fucking the tiktok shit and the the death scroll the death scroll i mean in the height of my depression and when i was really bad very bad i'd fucking i would scroll the entire day and you just feel that sickness at the end where you're like, what the fuck did I just do? That is a day of my life gone. Irretrievable, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I mean, these days motivation for me is very, uh, I mean, the word I'd use is bipolar. I definitely have my manic. I'm, I get manic. And when I smoked weed, it was probably exacerbated, you know? But I'd have manic days where I'm like, I got you. Like that last song, that literally the last song I released was what? 2018 mm-hmm. two years have gone by and it's about to be three and that's blows my mind because the project that underlies that and, and i have a very real body of of music that i've i've done in the past uh three years that honestly most of it happened within the first year and then i just sat on it but um uh like i don't know like it's just it's weird I forget what I was saying completely. Yeah, just honestly. about your motivation and stuff. Motivation. Yeah, motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I similarly have that. I think I just kind of, like, in terms of, like, the... I do have a lot of stuff that I make or have an idea for that I don't end up doing. Um, but I think, like, the difference is, like, I'll... I don't know. I'll, it's kind of like ADHD or, like, like I'm... Like, I have a dog on a leash, and it's just, like, taking me in different directions. <laughs> so, like, I'll... Yeah, I feel that. And so, like, with the... I don't know. I'll just like I want every day. I try and I just something about I just want to make something, or I'll try and whether it be music. Lately, it's more that, and I think I'd if I never did music, I might be even further along with the TikTok shit because it's like what like I would be using that creative energy towards that. But mm. something like I just kind of I do have a little bit of a drive to make shit, and I don't know. 
it's just fun. It's, it's really, it's just like the hobby that I think I have. And mm-hmm. I, and I, I sort of remember, I just, for me, my drive is very manic. So it's very dependent on the, on the time of day, where I'm at, what yeah. I'm doing. Um, and it's like sort of, it, it's out of my hands. Like it, for you, like it's a dog on a leash for me. Like the dog's just in my yard and I'm like, hopefully, <laughs> he's, <laughs> hopefully he's listening to me maybe or yeah. in the right place. Um, but literally like, so the last song just I did, yeah, literally. So the last song I did, it just happened to be that I got fired from my job that I had in, in Brooklyn. And fortunately it was like a real, I, oh God, I like blew such a great opportunity, maybe. And I, I think nowadays is probably my fault, but I got fired from this job, but I saved up enough money where, because it was well-paying as fuck, and I saved up enough money where I could like sort of sit on my hands and be like, well, I'll just buy food, pay rent, and I could do that for two months. And literally out of the blue one day, I felt like the spirit sort of touched me, and I, got, and I did that song, and it's like the spirit comes around every so often. And when it does, I'm usually at my fucking day job yeah. and I'm like right now I am primed ready to go it's it's at my fingertips this energy and I'm here and then I'll come home and I'm sitting at home and I'll even have my day off and I'm like well today's my day off I got to do something and I'll sit in front of the fucking computer or I'll sit in front of my oh, I'll sit on my guitar and I'll write some shit I'll throw it on my fucking voice memo and I have like literally plus 3000 voice memos right now from uh, years and years And to. there's some gold in there I know, like I'll I always, I've always he's said this He's been there for literally some of the, uh, he's in the voice memos Like if he had the drive that like let's say if he if he had the drive I have then he like I think he could be like a John Lennon figure I've always said that to him Mhm and I think he, you know, I still think you will be or you'll. I appreciate that. But I, I just think you're like very. But the difference between me and John Lennon is the drive. It's the drive. And that's that to me maybe is the key function. You can have all the fucking working components. But if you don't have the drive yeah, to fucking that is do true. it, it's nothing. You're so like aware. You know? Yeah, right. It is cool. It's you're, hard. You man. have like, the self-awareness, too. Like so, so much self-awareness, like more so than like a lot of people or maybe even myself. I don't know. But like, that's it, why I wish you'd like go to therapy. Not because I think that you need somebody to tell you what is right or wrong, but mm. I think it's more like, I, I mean, you're a very unique person, so it's hard for me to say. But I feel like it's not like if you're a, a, a good therapist, like you're gonna, there's gonna be things about you that they have encountered with yeah. plenty of other people. Oh, and that's the other thing too is like the whole unique. I've gotten that. Oh, you're unique. Oh, I've never, and I'm like, I know there's millions of people just like me exactly it's not a, it's not a question of you like unique yeah but nobody has the like whatever you're putting into art and music like nobody's gonna do that you know no like, one can replicate that like exactly. yeah, maybe there's a lot of people maybe. like you in certain aspects but none nobody is gonna like gorilla chopstick uh paper bag has anybody ever said that in life no but there's plenty of people like me you know what i mean it's funny and so i think there's a lot of people like you but not none of them have made the music you have made that's on your phone thank you well i mean i mean it's funny because like if tomorrow i put the voice moments out people would probably be like this is retarded that's just not good. oh it's special ed but no <laughs> but, but um no, I don't know. Like, it's funny, too, because I look at Sean and I, it's very strange. We are very much, and always have been, on the same, maybe, spectrum or just on the same page. But, like, there's just a difference in worldview, I feel like. There's one of us For that's sure. a little more optimistic and one of us that's a little more pessimistic. And you. it's funny because <laughs> I feel very much like a passenger in my own life sometimes. Mm-hmm. I've always felt like that. Sort of like it's out of my hands. What like happens, happens. quote. 
uh, he's like, sick quote, especially when it comes to like fame and what we were talking about. But he was like, I used to feel like a man experiencing the universe. Now I feel like the universe experiencing a man. Yeah. Because he's like this famous, like he's just like a yeah brand. Dude, like, he is so fucking wild deep into psychedelics and like i do i think it's that fame dude i think when you get to that level it's like like if you're justin bieber dude like you become like a product and you're like wait like ah. Like it's just like like it's like okay if you were to i don't okay so if you know how people say maybe we live in a virtual reality if i was justin bieber i would probably believe that so much more i'd be like why me why am i Justin? we always said that yeah we always said that like the, the, the fear was like we would attain our dreams and then be like and oh, be shit. robbed of the significance of attaining them because when we got them it's like well it almost seemed like scripted like it's like oh we're, all, we're yeah not here. exactly we're not here by product of our significance but more so eight or it's like just that's how it is it's, this is the, the game we're playing we, yeah. Yeah. we're in an arcade somewhere like in rick and morty like in that yeah rick and morty. <laughs> oh yeah we said that pre-rick and morty by the way we did yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the carpet store <laughs> sort of just like we're like at the arcade like oh i'm playing sean oh yeah. i'm playing damien i'm playing jack yeah. tucker i said that to tucker one time shout out tucker close friend shout from out school. tucker garborg what a talented he's one of the most talented people i know such a do we know tucker. the instagram tag I think it's at Narborg. Narborg. Yeah, G-N-A-R-B-O-R-G. Great. Nice. Fucking lovely dude. But yeah. he, uh, Narborg. I said that to him one time. He's like, yeah, but maybe you're a famous guy. Or he was like, yeah, but you can believe that as a as a homeless dude. I'm like, why? He's but, like, well, maybe you're a famous guy playing as a homeless guy. I was like, oh, cool. All right, I guess and that, that too. Like even when we were talking about it, I'm like, just, you can find the significance in this this main character perspective, and even the most tragic situation. Because like, what if you're watching a fucking tragedy? Yeah. What if you're experiencing this fucking like? Because pain, and and that's the funny thing too, dude, man. Because people will be like, it come it comes back to my beliefs about the therapists and shit. I don't necessarily want that because I enjoy. It, maybe it's a, uh, a masochistic, a sadist, masochist type of view, but I don't think so. To me, it's not. But I enjoy the sadness, and I enjoy that in a way that's not enjoyable. It's not like I'm like, oh, dope, I'm here. It's like I'm like, fuck, this is horrifying. I'm at the pit, and I'm back. And it's funny, too, because you think you get out, and you're back there. And when I'm in that place... I feel more primed than ever to say something about it. I feel more primed than ever to to just like fucking it's it maybe it goes back to even the self-destruct mentality where I'm like I'm in a I'm just burning this place down as I fucking leave. And to me that's that's a I I admire that level of expression more so than the fucking rich fucking you know these 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 celebrities who've attained this superficial and, and, and meaningless uh interpretation of their fucking lives the jim carries who go oh maybe oh i feel like i'm a universe experiencing a fucking man and i'm like you can do that from the pits of fucking of despair depression you can do that and it, it comes not so from from a romanticization of your situation but more so an understanding of your situation as being like this is the I can't experience anything beyond this. This is my experience. It's kind of like, so would you kind when I was like butthurt about this girl over the summer, I remember I would like think about her with other dudes or something sometimes. Mm. And I was like, why am I doing this? And I like the best way I could explain it was like, (laughs) you ever have like a toothache and you like press on it? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's almost like you're pressing on the toothache. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Pain, like, and you can almost. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah. Would you say it's like that or? I I don't know I I know what the I know the feeling you're talking about yeah. I don't think it's the same thing 
at least for me, I can't speak for other people. And obviously, like I'm speaking from this fucking seat, and many people are like, "Oh, I kind of get half of what he's saying, but half of it." I don't yeah, know. yeah. So yeah. maybe, but for me, it's it's more so like the ability to just be like, "I'm watching a tragedy. I'm watching this drama unfold," and like, oh, so that's what you mean by being a passenger. You're almost watching. You're I'm almost, almost watching it, and it's funny. A lot of the biggest changes in my life have happened uh, of no accord of my of my own doing, especially as someone like I said who's so unmotivated. I'm waiting for this guy to fucking like carry carry the ship right now, <laughs> and it's almost odd in a sense because we're so similar. And I look at and I look at Sean as almost like this mirror flip of my reality. Um, I'm honestly like, and it's from the beginning. I've all in the very beginning. I'm I'm such an introvert. Uh, by nature and not because I can't talk to people and not because I can't be extroverted but just because I'm like you said yourself like oh like you seem like you're self-aware it's because I've literally I, my inner world is so vibrant you know yeah and not like uh like bragging like just vibrant in the sense that that's where my focus is at and not because I want to sometimes it's to my own detriment but Sean would always introduce me to all of our friends Robert Giro uh, uh Tyler Ventola I was kind of like uh, no, you Tyler was more. I knew Tyler, and I and I found interest in Tyler. A lot of the times, honestly, I don't talk to people because I just don't find an interest, and in not anything personal. It's just like in my life, I'm like I try to dedicate my time to where I want to, where I want to dedicate it. You yeah. know, um, but Sean was always somebody that attracted people like and, and like i think that like it goes back to what i was saying with the TikTok shit, like his charisma and shit like that. He's got this magnetic ability and it's funny because we're like at the same time as we're like very similar we're like polar opposites so i don't know i always sort of was like i i am along for the ride in a lot of ways and who knows where i'll get off who knows where my stop is you know but um hopefully i i i long for the day where i take the reins and i feel in control of what's going on but like cool shit happens man cool yeah. shit damn dude that's everything you just said was fucking badass bro yeah, that yeah. Ass. Thank you, shout out to i'm that. sitting here like ah oh, just you like just, a poet just, like, right that's what i'm saying open that shit up for us yeah. um, this is, i felt so cathartic like, listening to you bro that yeah. was sick I feel cathartic doing this. This is fun, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like th it's like a little group. Do you know therapy, how many you know? conversations Sean and I have had like this off camera? Dude? I know, yeah. and it sucks because we'll be like, "Damn, I wish that was like." Our deepest shit was when we were in eighth grade. That's what we clicked on. Was we'd be like, "Have you ever thought about this?" And I'd be like, "I remember I texted you at a funeral. Like, you ever enjoy funerals?" Like, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, I, I do know what you mean. It's just like just something about looking at the body and knowing. Like, it's just some weird." <laughs> It's gone. <laughs> yeah. It's like this. Yeah. It's an. It's like it's an object at that point. Yeah, and it's, just, it's like that's not them anymore. It's just there. Uh, so so many reasons why. And so and it's just like a like what we're doing now. This deep talking and thinking. That's what is provoked at a funeral. So, but I remember that was one of the things. Where I was like, dude, you might think I'm weird about this. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, dude, I thought, yeah. It I always felt like a risk. Especially in the beginning, because I'm that's, like, I don't know where he's at. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, because we're clicking on all this other stuff. I don't want to blow it. It's like when you're dating, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, you yeah, meet yeah. that chick and you're like, ah, oh, I don't want to be like that weird guy right yeah, now, but yeah. I want to express something. Yeah, friendship is like very similar. It's just yeah, building it's the, a relationship. the dawn it's of always, a dope bromance, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's just social interaction is just taking risks, really. But so, yeah. Make them mark. Can I, yeah, pass it around. <laughs> we'll, get a, we'll get a score <laughs> going. I actually, dude, I gotta I'll, go to the bathroom. I'll get a little, a little ting. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about which i think will go well is actually the first thing that i wanted to talk about okay. <laughs> so we, we are now on my first of like 10 bullets <laughs> so this Would might you be, see a... me looking at my i just got this apple watch mm -hmm. 
So shout out to Apple, Steve Jobs. Yeah, so don't think I'm like checking the time. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Like, I'm literally like, what's just, happening like, with it. I'm just like getting Apple Watch sick. I'm like so... probably gonna return this thing. I'm so bad with money. <laughs> you but got that so, TikTok flow though. Yeah, you got the, the TikTok. I made no clap. money off of it. I've had <laughs> offers, but it's like I'm so like stressed about posting, which sucks because in the beginning, I, the reason I did well was because I was like having fun with it. Mm-hmm. What I've got, like, like, cause it's kids, Dude, so it makes me laugh more yeah. when I think about it being kids. I'm like, you need to quit school right now. <laughs> go, I buried a treasure chest. Like, I remember I did that. Didn't get a lot of views, and now I'm like, if I don't get a lot of views, I'm like, it must be garbage. But like, I look back at that stuff. I have people text me like, oh, that one was funny. Like, I wish that did better. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, so with the money thing, I've had people offer like, oh, you could do a sponsored thing, but it's like, it's so hard for me to post anything. Like a sponsored thing would be so hard for me. Like, yeah, Splice. Do you know Splice? Uh, I've heard of it. Like the, the, the sound yeah, like bank. Serum? Yeah. Oh, oh. You can get like yeah, different sounds for Ableton and stuff. Oh, right, and, like, right, right, right. Them into... So they were going to do something. I was like, sick, a music sponsor. I can make a song. I just couldn't think anything, couldn't make anything. So I just like gave up on it. But so now that you're back, I feel like it, um, this is a little, uh, <laughs> he's out. Uh, Never mind. He's actually leaving. <laughs> so two I lost. Now, now that you're back, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about like mentality, but before I wanted to go in that, I kind of wanted to go into my own like experience with depression a little bit because I, I want to okay. see if you like can relate to it because yeah, yeah. I see a lot of myself in you. Right. Um, I mean, we see, uh, it's such a universal kind of feeling too, you know? Yeah. We all do. I get depressed too. Like, I know. I, yeah. I know I don't like, like there's different levels, but and I know what you mean by the enjoying of the depression. Sometimes I'll like. I think it's because I know that I'll be out of it. There's times where I'll almost enjoy it, like in a weird way. Yeah. But then, it's, like the TikTok it, definitely exactly. Yeah, that it's shit fucked because for me, it's like coming home. Like I literally am like, I didn't think I'd be back in that place. But that's the, that's the one constant, honestly, that I've had in my entire fucking life uh, is that place, you know? Like your par- par- when you're your happy, parents, you feel like you'll or... never be there again, right? Well, like, because uh, my parents divorced when I was, like, three months old, right? So, I mean, my life was all about moving back and forth. My father, and between my mom and my dad, like, the first, uh, like, eight years of my life, I had, like, something like seven moves per home because they were trying to situate you know what i mean like i was uh, unplanned so the whole thing was like kind of uh it was a juggling act right and i'm sort of i'm the fucking ball you know what i mean so a lot of my life was very unpredictable but the one thing that honestly was always constant was this thing that i struggled with but like go on so like i thought you're gonna say sean for a second yeah it was (laughs) this thing i struggled with bro fucking cancerous tumor fucking baggage no no it was fucking it's my depression man like it's and it's it's funny man because like you think you get out of it and you think like i don't know what decisions i've made to get to this point in my life but it's going great i'm happy i'm good i have no excuses to go there and i ha- i don't feel legitimized by trying to i'm just i'm in a better place mm-hmm. and then one day you're like you're like fuck i'm st- i'm there i'm i'm like here's the door and there's no and i don't see anything uh, there's no other options mm-hmm. this is where i'm going and when and then when i'm there i'm like I'm here, but it's almost a relief because I I feel the genesis of like the next idea, the next project, the next thing. I'm like, at the very least, I know on the come up out of this hell that I'm entering is I'm going to have some kind of pearl to take with me. I'm going to have something to give to people that maybe they'll pay attention to what I'm what the fuck I'm saying for like maybe a half of a second. Mm -hmm. 
I w- honestly, I wish it was more frequent. And it's it's like it sounds selfish. It sounds um, it, it sounds disingenuous, almost disingenuous. I fucking like we were saying. I hate fucking Billie Eilish for the fact that she's selling depression as a seventeen-year-old girl whose parents are Hollywood stars. Her fucking father's an Iron Man, like well before she was even sixteen years old. Was he? Yeah. Literally. Who was he? Look it up. He's like they're they're just like Hollywood guys. It's not like he was like the main dude, but they're they're actors. He was just like an extra. In there? Yeah, no, he's I, a, I do agree not that an extra, like, but he's like got like a small role in it. But like, oh, he's just a dude in there. I mean, yeah. Bottom you know, line is, Billie Eilish was well fucking fed, and her parents were together, and they fucking love each other, and they got this loving family. And I'm like, and then she turns around and is like, I want to end me, and I'm like, no, you don't. But you do you don't. think that there are I, what how like? Does that not discredit the idea that maybe anybody could be depressed? And yeah, no, no, and that's yeah, what I'm. And it goes back to what I was to even saying. And say it's legitimate. I, I'm not saying no. Not anyone can be depressed. I'm just betting my money that that chick's not depressed, I bro. Maybe <laughs> that's, I maybe that's me. Mean. Maybe that's yeah. my narcissism or some kind of like my my little uh, echo chamber that I'm locked in. You yeah. just decided to put your chips on that spot on the yeah. on the, on I'm, the table. I'm staying there, man. I, I, I'm, I'm I think not the, changing that. Bro. The interesting thing about what you said though is that she's selling depression. I do think, and I'm not saying it's her, but I think there is a tendency now, especially with music, to kind of sell. Depression. It's Sadness. always been. Yeah. It's always been. Yeah, and it's, maybe, it's changed forms, but it's always maybe been since there. Since Kurt, I feel like Kurt probably. Even John ooh. Lennon, I feel like some yeah. of his shit's like, yeah. like help. I need somebody and like mother and shit like that. Yeah, I, I, and I don't know if you know. I mean, obviously, like maybe Beethoven. Like you could say, oh, that that's sad music and stuff. But it goes back to what I was saying though too. Is is like it sells because it is a ubiquitous feeling. Every we all yeah, feel that. It's right. a universal yeah. feeling. So I, I no discredit to. Billie Eilish, maybe I meet her and I'm like, this bitch is fucking sad. sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. depressing. Like yeah. she so, is a loser. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, uh, total but I do know Nancy, what you mean. But... Like I, I, I could see where it's like if it if Just it was disingenuous. Goes, I want to end me, and the album starts with her being like, oh, imagine that was the beginning of the album, and she's like cracking up and shit, and I'm like, this chick is like, she's a walking on air, bro. Maybe she'll be depressed in a few years when she's like, I'm I'm all she's used to the fame dried out you know but it's like i don't know man i don't know I feel, I, I feel you a little bit i always thought x was disingenuous you know i thought x but i thought little i Peep, still think little peep was a true i like article. his music but yeah. I oh, think so you, disingenuous you see I the netflix like, little peep i didn't i wanted to it's, check it out i feel like it's it's almost like you can tell you know and yeah maybe it's that's, real recognized real yeah. maybe that's exactly but it, maybe it's like a little hubris but at the same time i feel like you can sort of tell when it's like this chick's not depressed. This guy's not depressed. I mean, and I don't know. Like, I, I like to think, and maybe, again, it's my echo chamber, but I like to think that that fucking, the last fucking song I put out, that's the one of the realest fucking things I've ever committed to any kind of permanent medium, ever, in my mm-hmm. life. And it's fucking the story of what was fucking even happening that day. And I'm just like, to me, I'm proud of that. Because of how real it was, execution-wise, it leaves a lot to be desired. But at the end of the day, I'm like, that is realer than anything that fucking Billie Eilish is fucking saying. We should edit up a sound clip of that. Yeah, I was going to say, before I go into my little I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, I didn't want to, no, 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 no. I want to hear, like, I want, uh, Before I go into that, though, do you want to just tell us, like, tell the viewers and everything a little bit of... Like the groundwork to that song that you're talking about right now? Uh, sure. Like I actually love that the story. The writing process. I and actually everything. do love that story. Um, because it's it was so organic. Um, I was going through such a horrible time in my life. Like I said, this was after I got fired from my job. I had sort of moved to New York with Sean on a whim. Why'd you get fired, by the way? Um, 
I so I was a barista at like this like really bougie coffee place like and we were raking in fucking like the tips were insane because yeah. we were right by the subway. Mm. Um so morning traffic was insane. I kind of just walked into a random place and was like applied and they gave me the job and um but everyone in there their life their life is like coffee, you know, like in a f- <laughs> No, 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 no you're good. There I will hit it though when you're done. Literally their life was like, "Oh my god, like if you if you put the if you put the grind in like too early, it doesn't oxygenate the They were just so obsessed with the science of shit and I'm sort of just there making making a paycheck. Um and it was good money and I sort of got fired because I didn't know how to do all the espresso like it's Brooklyn. So people are getting their drinks expecting a heart yeah. and all the shit and I'm like I can make the coffee but I'm not giving you fucking like art and like doing the extra <laughs> yeah. mileage. Like, yeah. I, I I'm like there you go. There's an espresso and they're like where's the butterfly, you know, like, sort of like, and I'm just like, I, I don't know, you know, and I had never done that before. Everyone that worked there had like years and years of experience. This was like the big leagues of coffee. So, so lame. Like, I'm just like, I'm not going to dedicate my life to this shit. Anyway, they fired me basically. And I was a fucking, I'm a, I'm a solid employee just cause I'm like, well, I'm here to get paid and I'm, I'm going to do yeah, what the fuck they need. They want to pay me to do anyway. Um, but I got fired from that job. And so I had moved to New York on a whim with Sean, basically thinking like, cause my parents kicked me out essentially. And they're like, you can't stay here unless you're working. And I wanted to work on art. And they're like, you know, you have to have a job. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go with Sean. And they're like, how are you going to do it? I'm going to get a job. So I sort of just took a big risk and I, it paid off. It was weird. The first five months I was there, I was making bank. Like, I was like, oh, shit, I More than did I was it. making roofing, which was like, I was making like 25 an hour. It was wild. Damn. It was wild. For 24, 28 hours a week, I was making 600 a week on just from my pay. And That's then, crazy. And then I was literally making in tips. Like, I'd walk home after each session, like 40 to 60 bucks in cash after every fucking four-hour, like, it was wild. And I'm like... I can do this. I literally took a girlfriend just because I was like, it was some chick from fucking high school who like friend zoned me when I was a kid. And I'm like, now I'm making bank. And I like had her fucking, she would drive to my apartment and I'd take her out to expensive ass restaurants with my blue hair. And they'd look at, they'd look at me like a joke when I walked in there. And I'm like, I'm going to tip you so fucking genu- uh, generously. Like, go ahead, laugh at me. Cause by the end they'd be like, oh, well, oh, like have a good night. And when they'd saw the check, I was making money. And I was like, sort of like I did it. I was like, I, I, staked my claim in future fucking nuclear ground zero i fucking did it and then they fired me and this artificial high that i had been riding because it was very artificial it was it was propping up so much because my friend one of my best friends from childhood fucking died in a car accident a year before um my grandmother died that same year and then my girlfriend of two years broke up with me and i just was left in this empty space i had a mental breakdown which sean was there for the entirety of where i had this hypochondriac we're both sort of hypochondriacs but i had this meltdown i had a genuine health scare it was fucking wild and i endured this good year and a half of just abuse and i i had artificially propped myself up with this character lil burr with this identity that i assumed with this new money that i was making and then to have that taken away from me it was almost like the 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 fucking toothpicks I was using to prop up this house of cards, fucking everything gave way at once. And you we, think that, like, so, like, how positive are you that if that artificial, like, if you never got fired, well, how do you know that that would have, like, do you think that it would have given away eventually, or do you think? Oh, I think so. 
I think so. I that's the key because like one thing Gary Vee says that I definitely agree with, at least for me, was he's like, if you're upset but you're still living with your parents or you're living off their money or you're taking things from your parents, stop immediately because that's a key element. And I wasn't. I took no, nothing. I yeah. I, and I'm just saying in terms of like, well, you were you were making money. And you were comfortably living in that sort of scenario. If like, I was still in that, I'd probably be doing fine, honestly. Because I, I genuinely, at that moment, I was looking at my prospects and I was like, even if I'm fucking just working at this coffee place, I'm making well over rent. I was make rent in two weeks and then I was saving on top of that. So I really, I thought I had done it miraculously of no, you know, kind of like skill or like de uh, deserving that sort of thing. Yeah. I had somehow done it. So then to have that taken from me, I sort of was like, it was a failure on top of a failure. It was, and it was like all of a sudden the floor gave out and I'm plummeting and I'm using the Xanax from my fucking manager and I'm using alcohol and all of these fucking things to sort of just numb. My, it was self-medication. Uh, I was numbing myself. And that winter, so I got fired right before Christmas, and it sucked. I went home to my family on Christmas, and everyone's like, oh, how's your job? Oh, it's great. I literally just got fired. I'm telling everyone. I'm there with my blue fucking hair and my black fucking nails at a conservative Colombian fucking family, you know, uh, Christmas. And they're all worried about me and pitying me. And I'm sort of just like, oh, it's going great. I can do this for years and years. And in the back of my head, I'm like, I... I'm, I'm lying to my family and it was so fucking hard and then to come back and I came back to Brooklyn and I'm like well I have enough money to sort of sit on my hands and just do whatever for the next few months I'm going to do that I'm going to dedicate everything to my art and I'm thinking in, in my mind I'm like I'm going to turn out the album I'm going to do this I'm going to do that I'm going to get everything done and meanwhile I know that's a lie because of who I am and meanwhile Sorry. I'm sort of just rotting so um, and taking Xanax every day. I mean, we would hang out, and I'd black out by eleven. Xanax is scary, dude. I did it once. Yeah. Well, I did it, like I mean, I did it like on a plane once, just because like I was actually scared for the plane. But half a Xan. But the flight. one time we did it in, I mean, in college, like it was like the only real time I did it. Like I remember we took it on Fourteenth Street. Woke up the next day in bed, and like I was like. What happened? Like, I have yeah. no idea. It, was, it wasn't even fun. Like, I don't, yeah, even, no, I don't know what I've, I did. Mm -hmm. I was literally using it to black out. Like, I was like, I'm going to black out, and I'm going to forget today, and I'm going to forget the day before, and it's going to just be a fucking, not even a memory, because I wouldn't remember what happened. We we would hang out whole days, and I just have videos on my phone, and I'm like, well, I guess that's what happened. And fucking, <laughs> um, and so what happened was our power gave out in our shitty fucking what three thousand dollar a month apartment that we had jeez well that's what well, i had been in new york right exactly and i'm living in a, and i was and you remember my room i was living in a fucking milk carton shoebox of a fucking room yeah, it was it was i had the worst room in the apartment because it was the cheapest but it was 990 bucks a month so that was the cheapest wow room. yeah and fucking and after that's brooklyn utilities too? and everything it was a, oh, a thousand brooklyn so, literally yeah and um so I'm in that fucking shoebox. We lose power. They're like, well, nothing we can really do. The landlords. So they gave us space heaters in our fucking, and because the pipes froze. And our apartment is literally, and this was, and it was a white winter in fucking, it was in, in New York, in Brooklyn. It was blizzard outside. And what happened was, I did the guitar, I did the bass, I did the drums for that song. And 
I was kind of like just freestyling in my room and we had upstairs neighbors and they'd have people over and they're moving the chairs all the fucking time and I'm trying to record and I and I'm a, an angry person probably because I'm like what five seven so I'm a little on the angry side <laughs> I'm right? five five and a half so yeah. shut the fuck up oh, shit. <laughs> short name. I didn't even know that anyway yeah. that's, that's all good oh fuck yeah. you yeah. <laughs> no, no. shorty no I'm just kidding no, a total joke anyway but so uh, I prefer you know, I'm, shoddy. I'm an aggressive I get I. And 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 in Brooklyn and when you're you're I New York was not the place for me, dude. I felt so caged in and I'm like, any day I'm gonna fucking snap. It was not good. It's not healthy. I'd literally get like my heart beating out of my chest, right? Anyway, so I'm struggling with people up and down and all sides and I'm trying to record something and what happened was the girl uh she had, was my friend, Nadia, um Who's awesome? She Shout doesn't, out she to doesn't Nadia. like me anymore because of my political views, but I, I still love Nadia. She's great. She's a great girl. But um, she uh, she would dye my hair. She would do the blue hair for me. She's the girl that did the blue hair. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! And um, so that night, I sort of just hung out with her. We went or that day actually. It was the day after I recorded all the guitar, the track. I recorded the track for Lil Burr, and then the next day we went and got drinks. And um, so I just had a whole heart to. I just had a whole heart to heart with her where I was sort of like, I'm just literally, I'm like, I want to die in my sleep, but I keep waking up and I, and I just feel like I'm fucking, this is it. Like, this is the end here. And I had this whole thing and you know, she's a great girl and she was just there for me and I was a good sounding board for all that and just listened. And literally the next day I, I stood in front of the microphone and it was like fucking below freezing in our apartment. I can't feel my toes. I, I ran a hot bath so I could keep going and dunking my feet in the bath to regain feeling in my toes. I had like three pairs of socks on. Jeez. And uh, wow. I wrote this, and I, I didn't write it, dude. I literally improvised the entire first verse and the first line of the chorus was all one take improv. And I was like, I said it, and I said the last line, and I had this catharsis where I was like, that's everything that I feel. Just It just came out of me. It's everything I've been saying and everything I've been thinking. And it was there. And I literally went, fuck. And I kind of got that. You get that dopamine. And I was like, the first, it's like the serotonin I've been waiting for, you know? And I, I pulled open notes. I wrote the rest of the chorus. And I freestyled the, the second verse. And I spent the rest of the day. And mind you, I'm like... I'm on Zans, I'm fucked up, and I just was like, it was this weird eye of the storm kind of moment. I had all this clarity, and it came out of me, and that night we had Eli and Iggy over, and I went into your room after I did it, and I played it for you guys on the TV, and I just felt like I was like, wow, man, I I can do this, and it was weird too, because after that, my manager, because he had been my manager sort of, and he was like, now you're ready, and he took my, that song, to this guy at Universal, he he managed um, uh, Alesha Kara, Alesha Kara, who won the Best New Artist Grammy or whatever. I didn't know her. I didn't know who she was. My mom actually knew who she was. I didn't know who she was. But um, shout out to Alesha Kara. Took it to her. I went to this big studio in New York, and it was weird. And I had this whole weird moment where all of a sudden, like, kind of the scruples of my effort sort of came back, and. All of a sudden, this guy was like, I'm going to be your A&R. I'm going to help you like become a, an artist. And, you, and there was a legit-ass studio in Manhattan. It was so, it was so wild and weird and like surreal. Um, but I choked big time. And honestly, like I'm in, I'm in such a good place now. I really needed 
I took such a long hiatus from music, not even intentionally, because mm-hmm. I was actively making art and making music the entire time, but at the same time, nothing ever met my standard to put out there. Um, but I took this big hiatus, and I'm in a better place now. But like I said, there's that constant. You have that constant sort of feeling where I'm like, it's great. The grass is always greener, you know? There's always something that you're... And, and that's... I think it goes back to what we were talking about. Like, these these celebrities who achieve this this sort of social ideal, it doesn't fill that space, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's wild. Sometimes I'm like, God, will I ever be happy, you know? But at the same time, I welcome that feeling because of things like Lil Burr. Because that... And it's funny, dude. The things that come from it... Yeah, but I feel like... Make it worth it almost. Yeah. There's like... I feel like all, like... Just because that, maybe because that's like such a poignant emotion, maybe that's why the song came out great. But also like, I don't know, there's all, I think you can speak truthfully from all of your different emotional states Mm. and something good will come of them. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're super stoked or even just like mildly like, ah, if you're talking out loud about your, like at least, and for me, like the handful of times that I've made a song and improvised and liked it. You know, I mean, who's to say it might have been garbage, but when I liked it, it was like literally me talking out loud about what was bothering me. It was like, whoa, that sounded sick. Like, I didn't write it. Like, yeah, it was yeah. just like had the most poetic appeal because it was so truthful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe you shouldn't think, oh, I need to be in that place to reach that. I think yeah. it's like just choose to speak truthfully in yeah. any state that you are. That in. might be my, not Achilles, that might be my Achilles heel in that I, I think it, I, I like self disparage when I feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, mm. oh, this art came from a good place. This art came from a positive place. And not it's cheap good. to me. I'm yeah. like, I'm just don't, it's not the same thing because maybe because my happy places aren't genuine places or maybe because there's this backdrop of unhappiness. But I, I make something that, oh, it's got a positive thing. And I'm just like, this is corny. This is cheap. This is inauthentic. And it sucks because I'll get in a good place. And then everything I make from that good place, I'm like, this is fucking garbage. And I yeah. don't respect well, it. Well, I, I mean, respect it. It's like a respect thing. I'm like, this look is at, a- uh, look at congratulations with Post Malone. Like he, that, that came from a great place where yeah. he's just like self-recognizing his yeah. accomplishments and whatnot. And that song is fucking fire. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, discredit, that's not to discredit happy shit. Cause I love the Beatles yeah. and like so oh, many of their songs are oh, from blah, optimistic yeah. Yeah, yeah. places. I'm not disparaging that. I'm saying more so from me when I do it, I dislike it. Do you think? Mm. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, and I, I've always said this. And that's t- not even to say it's ample. I, I, Cause yeah. to me, art is more ample when I'm not in a good place, but when it comes from a positive place, it's so corny to me, and I'll, I'll write mm. love songs about the girl that I'm with, and and, I, and they're genuine songs. And I'm like, wow, they capture really something unique, or or something relatable even in that moment. But I'm just like, mm, I don't know, though. Like, it doesn't hit me the same. I f- I feel like a lot of that, like, I mean, just what I'm thinking right now might be like kind of like society in yeah. a way, because like I feel like when you say super genuine, like positive things, it's always like. Oh, that's corny. It probably or, is oh, a societal thing because yeah, that's um, what's the other, the other word? Cheesy, cliche. cheesy, yeah, yeah, cliche. Like cliche. oh, it's just cliche. a cliche. Yeah, it's, yeah, almost, yeah. it's almost what I'm experiencing is the standard I hold other people to because like Sean said, like oh, he'll show me an artist that he likes and I'll be, I'm just a very picky person. I'm, I'm. I mean, very, John Lennon hated his voice and hated a lot bunch of the songs he made. I'm very hypercritical of things and um, 
And especially when it comes to my shit, dude. Oh my god, dude. It's it's not even funny because like I'll make something that people are like, that's sick, and I'm like, oh yeah, I like it. And I know in my mind it's never gonna see the light of day because I'm like, it's just lame. It's not good. Just that self doubt, like, you know. It's the Achilles that heel, man. I literally think it's this pessimism that I have that could very much be an optimism. It could very much be a shit. I can do it. I can do it. And I know, and it's funny because those things exist. Well, that's oh. what I wonder is like, is there a therapist or is there somebody that'll one day, if you did go to them, be like, oh yeah, well, and I, you know, I'm sure depression and mental illness is a lot more complicated, but yeah. you know, uh, firsthand, I know just from like family. That's but. my Achilles heel though. It's because I'm sure they're out there, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to listen to this fucking loser has to say about me. Yeah, dude. I see oh, what you're saying. Mm. I feel like a lot of it, like personally for me, like every. Every time I've, like, grown, it hasn't been from someone, like, telling me. It's been from, like, a self-realization. Like, my parents would, yeah. like, tell me shit all the time and be like, mm. you're an awful drunk. Like, you shouldn't drink so much. And I'm like, I'm like fuck yeah, you, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, fuck you, you whatever. It yourself. And you can lead know. a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. And then, like, and yeah. It's, it's, that's I, I, it, like, man. I, it got to the point where, like, I fucked up so much that it was like, oh, I shouldn't, like, get blacked out mm. drunk i should like, yeah. work on myself and like figure out my own see i'm different like, in that not... like the reason i like gary v and like some a lot of people don't is like i can feed off like he's his positivity and his yeah. like you you got it like i'll like if i'm going out on a friday night or if i'm considering it i'll think about a gary video or something where he's like it's the people that you know like i'll just think about a specific like i know i'm supposed to grind and so that outside perspective will help me and, yeah, that's that's, the, and that's the hallmark of an intelligent person is somebody who's able to take outside information and allow it to challenge their own beliefs, you know? It's all about I perspective. I don't even know if it's intelligence as much. Like it's it might maybe be like wisdom. Kind of emotional maturity. Emotional, emotional yeah, intelligence, wisdom, which most, is very real. Yeah, yeah. like I said, yeah. like the idea of uh, perspective and like, you know. But to yeah. me, some, like, it's funny because like, no disrespect to Mr. Gary V, who employs my good best friend, Sean Malay. Yeah. But, like, Sean will show me some Gary V shit, and there's just that inner pessimist in me who it's I'm like, like just, Whoa. like, shut up, dude. Like, yeah. I don't... I I think, don't I, 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 it's almost like I'm just not receptive to that. And, but... I, it's it's it, that's the fucked up part, and that's where I feel like a passenger in my own life is because I know that it's a very uh, it's a very stupid uh, kind of approach to life, very unintelligent, very uninformed, emotionally unintelligent approach to life is to be like I have nothing to learn from other people, which is not yeah, which is not me. It's not how right. I approach life, but at the same time, there's a, there's two people. There's the people that there's the dude that's like in here that's observing all of this and then there's the dude that's living all of this and the dude that's living all of this is not as emotionally intelligent as the dude observing this i can see where i fucking shoot myself in the foot but at the same time the dude who's stubborn goes keep shooting yourself. shoot myself in the foot bro yeah, i'm that's, not feeling it watch I'm me angry fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. that's crazy I, i'm just like you i do the same thing yeah. where like we and so many people do which yeah. is yeah. it's the hardest part like i've seen a lot of gary v's stuff and like just because i don't necessarily agree with what he's saying i give the dude props because i'm like he's got he's got the gusto he's got yeah. like that yeah. like optimism that i feel like i can take something from just how he's like you know going like trucking through life yeah. Yeah. and stuff like that even with like I don't know. I hate to say it, but like a dude like Joel Osteen, and like, yeah, but yeah, I won't. My mom loves him. I, my her. mom does too yeah, a lot, yeah. and I'm not gonna say any of my opinions about that, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't. But, Let's not get into religion on the podcast. But <laughs> Christ, the dude's religion, got. Dude, but the dude's got <laughs> a, a, a form of optimism, regardless of what you believe of it. Or, yeah. But still, like you know, I feel like that's my takeaway because I I do the same thing. Where like this dude's bullshit. Like you I say, didn't like Gary but, at first because he. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut. No, no, that's fine. I was just gonna. Say, 
say like this dude's bullshit but like i my takeaway is like he's at least being optimistic yeah, yeah. yeah. i was just gonna say i didn't like him at first because and at least and there is like oh like he speaks to me in the sense that like for whatever like i don't have latent de- depression like at least in like an extreme form so most of the shit he says like it cuts like i didn't like him at first because i was like oh like he was saying shit that was true but I didn't want to hear it, you know. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. And then I was like, well, wait, like, and then suddenly I'm like, damn, like everything he says, at least for me, like, really, he'll like kind of cut through the bullshit and like, even like he'll be like, something he says is like, if you're struggling to do something that you like think you love, then you probably don't love it. Mm. And so I remember like, even like with that, I'm like, oh, he's right. Like I, I want to do stand up, but. If I'm not doing it all the time, like, obviously, I don't love it. Like, music, that's something that I, like, I just do it, you know? I don't have no expectations. I just love doing it, you know? But stand-up, I, I never did it. I yeah. never I never yeah. went. I oh, never... by the wayside. Yeah, so, like... and so, obviously, that's something I didn't love. So, I can't sit back and be like, why didn't I? It's like, well, you didn't love that thing. If, if you did, you'd keep grinding at it, you know? And so... So, I, and for me, my when I hear somebody like a Gary Vee or these... Optimist yeah. speakers, uh, they say things that to me I'm like that's common sense and that's where I discredit them I'm like oh yeah he says that and like obviously sometimes you need to hear common yeah. sense yeah, yeah. And I, but to me I'm like I'm like obviously but like for something where you say like the if you don't if you don't want to do or you don't find enjoyment doing something you don't find yourself naturally gravitating gravitating towards something I there's two sides I agree because like I'm constantly interacting with music i'm i play guitar all the time it's something that i just like uh, i it's like gravity yeah I do but fall the actual action of making it gravity i love it very much and i love it more than myself yeah um but it's almost that love for it that i'm afraid to make a misstep right. within it i love it so much that to me the cardinal sin would be to attempt it and make a bad and to piece fail of music. And yeah. that's yeah, to burn yourself. Well, out. dude, if you love it more than yourself, yeah. just make yourself a slave to it. And that's like, what he does say shit like that. Like he'll be like, uh, it's like, yeah, but that that's like, I mean, maybe it's not um, self consciousness per se, but it's like you're you're. He even says like you're your own mm. like critic, and you're kind of holding yourself back in the sense that like if you made a thousand songs in the next year, pumped them all out nobody's going to remember the shit, you know? Mm-hmm. They're only going to remember the hits. Yeah, I mean, yeah. unless they're, like, super bad to where you go viral. It's like Russ. Russ really did that, where he just, like, put out a, an immense body of content. I don't really, really That's what, like the guy. He was on guy. Gary Vee. Yeah. Uh, but like, he did what he did, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't, yeah. That's can't what he discredit said. him. He was like, dude, I put out, like, a, a lot of music, and it wasn't until, like, you know, number 500 did I, like, hit, you know? Mm. And so I think... Like it's a, not. It's a. It's a logical approach to the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, it just makes sense. Yeah. Right. Um. So, and I do agree. Like, like Gary V, for example, like somebody I know close to me has depression really bad, and I know somebody was like, "Oh, do you think Gary could like talk some sense to them?" I was like, "No, because he's not somebody for depression. You know, he's yeah. for somebody like me that has the ability and might slack because of you know Mm-mm. laziness or self consciousness." But I don't think that if you're like somebody that's like has a chemical imbalance, you know, he's not going to be able to talk. That's the other thing, too. And that's a loaded concept is the chemical imbalance. Yeah, the wiring of the brain and all that stuff. Like, yeah, that's... We're still going. Yeah, we're still going. So I'll take that opportunity. Unless you're about to no, say no, something. No, no, no. I was going to take that opportunity. Save us. It seemed, I mean, I'm just... We're just scratching the surface here, right? You know? So... I'm sure, yeah. I, um, I'm not sure if it's... 
it seems to me like your situation might be one of those more like chemical imbalance kind of things. But at the same mm. time, I don't know. Like what I've realized from my depression that I've dealt with is like throughout school and like high school and college, I was like extremely, extremely depressed because I didn't know where I wanted to go with my life and what yeah. I wanted to do. And always in the back of my head, I was thinking about like what other people thought, like right. what my family thought, like stuff like that. Like when, whenever they would ask how school was going, if school was going bad and I didn't know what I like wanted to do, I would just make some shit up and be like, yeah, it's, it's like really good because like I wanted other people to think highly of me. But like recently I started to just like stop caring, like almost completely about what other people think. And that has like brought so much like clarity. Yeah. And, like, it's hard to achieve it's, that. It's, it's, it's almost, impo it's almost impossible. I'm like, I hesitate to say it, but I mean, in the same vein of not giving a fuck what people think, like, psychedelics kind of brought me to that point I've in had my that. life mushrooms yeah yeah mushrooms and lsd but um like it it just got me it, it got me to a point where i was like wait why why do i care what my parents think about me mm. like i love them and like i want them to be like proud of me and stuff but like why why do why am i going to care what they think about the first couple podcasts if they listen if in 200 or 300 right like, it's gonna blow up and i'm gonna be doing and even if it doesn't blow people. up like you should have still exactly that's that's one of the things that i said in the first episode at the end i was like i don't care if no one's fucking listening to this right now like honestly like yeah if like one person is listening right now like i'd be happy dude point, i'd be happy like i'm just enjoying the conversation itself yeah, yeah. so like it feels I, good making stuff dude yeah, i love exactly making shit. like it so like i i struggled so much with like i would at one point, I was commuting down to Stockton because they shoved me in AC housing and I didn't want to live there. And so I was commuting and like no exaggeration. Like I never really had like suicidal thoughts. Like I never was like, I'm going to like hang myself or I'm going to like slip my wrist or something. But I would be driving like 90 down the park. Right? And I'm like, if someone hits me, I don't give a fuck. Like if I if I like. Yeah, you're I, being I, okay like, with if it. If I slide off the road because it's like raining and I'm driving erratically right now, it's almost like you're like, it's, it's, right like in my, it's right in my hands, man. I exactly. Kind yeah, of. that's that self. I've had like, sorry, no, I, I, I was just gonna say I've had like more like catastrophic, like if the world, if a meteor ended everything, like it's never as much me as much as like if it was everybody at once. Okay, I literally, yeah. so I, like it was out of your you're hands. At, you're so at, yeah. you're, you're yeah. like down here and I'm like up here. Yeah, I mean I've had the other, but. Like I, 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 like at times, like when I've been at my lowest, like I've been like, if, I've every, never, like, if everything stopped, I wouldn't care. Yeah, like it's like mm -hmm. I understand. I'm like I could see how people get to that point. Yeah, you know, yeah. especially if it's like consistent. Like, yeah, I'm of the mentality that I like couldn't own a firearm, and I very much believe in the possession of firearms. I think it's honestly like I would if I if I didn't think that if I had one. The dissonance there, the the idea that I could literally just like um, twitch a muscle in my finger and it's over. That scares me too. You know, that's I'm not even suicidal, but that freaks that me. That's that so real, dude. Um, this is gonna be sketch if my parents listen to this, but like, um, uh, I sorry, mom and dad. Yeah, parents wouldn't listen to two hours of this. I don't know. They're gone by now. Yeah, I hope that if my parents listen to this, they're gone by now. But um, yeah, recently. There was a firearm obtained in my house. I like, and I'm like not. You're getting a gun. Uh, yeah. I hate that we are. I'm not super know. happy about it. Like you know, I'm being as mature as I can about it. Uh, and I know it's in a house Guns and, and whatnot. Man, but at the same time, like I remember when there was the talk and like the process of getting one. 
I was like nervous and uh because I was like what I don't I don't ever want there to be just that one bad day mm. um that's why I made sure that wherever it is in the house I don't know where it is mm-hmm. I, I yeah, don't want to know where it is it's locked up yeah no it's all safe it's all it's locked up it's all good and I know that I at least I'm in a position in my life now where I don't someone, ever want to someone will operate it in the in the event that it's needed oh yeah of course uh you know but I know that I'm in a position in my life now where I definitely don't want I'm not even thinking about doing that but you know, I'm saying like all it takes is uh, you know that, that one bad that one it's bad day, funny, and that's why I'm happy. I don't know where it is. Yeah. I don't want to know. I just don't even like it because I'm like, oh, it's just this powerful thing. That yeah, like, I don't exactly. The button press is like even not just me. Could I could, you could like you could like be that. like, what happens after? You I'm like, like, I could know in five seconds. Yeah, know? and rough yeah, shit. Man, that shit that shit like exists within me, bro, all the time. Driving. I'll be on the way to work and it's just there. I'm like, I could just fucking kill me and other people, you know? And it's like, it's not necessarily that it's a want or a feel or a compulsion even. It's just the idea. And it's like, like cognitive dissonance. Vsauce talks about that. It is cognitive. That. It's very much cognitive. It's just, it's that's shout, out, shout out Vsauce. Vsauce is shout so out good. Vsauce. <laughs> who's Vsauce? Who's it's like this. You don't know who Vsauce is, dude, bro? Best science videos on the internet. Like, Interesting. Dude's also fucking while. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, is he still doing stuff? He hasn't made Vsauce in a while, I don't think. But they were great, dude. He actually, it's funny that the, he got brought up because I was thinking while we were talking about this, he did a video Michael where. Michael here. Michael yeah, here. Yeah, Vsauce, Vsauce Michael. <laughs> but uh, there's a video where he, there's like an experiment where they put people in a room with a buzzer and the buzzer shocks you. There's nothing else in the room. At first, they do it like, oh, that hurts. And sure enough, within a minute, they'll do it again, just out of boredom. We'd rather feel pain than boredom. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was interesting with the gun thing, like knowing it's that not that you're going to be out of boredom, kill yourself. Or of shoot course, yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but it's a similar kind of yeah. like, it's in the room, you know? It's like, yeah. that's an option. Exactly. It's in the room. It's yeah. way too close for elephant, comfort. It's literally the elephant in the room. It's yeah. like, it's there. And I'm yeah. like, what am I going to fucking ignore it? It's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. like, I wonder what would happen. It's, um, yeah, man. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Jack. Were you gonna say something? Yeah. So, I like, wanted to back continuing uh, where I was is like my mentality and like day to day kind of thing. I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. Um, has changed so much, and I feel like that's a big part of like why I'm happy now is because like when I wake up in the morning, like I, I don't, I'm not like super consistent, right? Like, don't think I'm like this like god and like i have all the answers and i'm doing i thought you were right. jesus christ <laughs> really letting me down here no, I'm, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding but like i try to like stay off my phone like the first hour i'm awake the first out the last hour before i go to sleep and like like it, when i'm productive i'm like more happy like i had two days off the other day and i like honestly like didn't do shit like i like smoked weed and watched tv and like yeah. worked on the podcast a little bit but not nearly like like i could have had the first episode out like couple days before i you think bitch. what you should be doing too is Fuck like you in my gary hey, mindset is like you could be making content like even if you're doing that shit like if you just like did straight camera to face talked about something that's what i it. yeah exactly that's what i try to do like i i don't know if you notice but like a couple times I, like when i'm driving my car i'll just fucking like yeah record a little like talk about what i'm thinking of yeah and like post that and it's just like a little like little something yeah. you know and like even like doing something like that like posting like a one minute video mm. of me like just like rambling on about some stupid shit that probably only like two people care about. But, like yeah. that's all that matters to me really is those two people like having an impact on them. Like, <laughs> one of them is me. Makes my, yeah. One of, one and of the them, other one is one Arlen. Of them is him because I text him and I tell him to watch it. Like, <laughs> watch it. Do you have TikTok? Like it. 
I have TikTok, but I haven't made any content, and I know I you should be. make one for this podcast. See, that's what I want to do, and like you know, you ever watch the Joe Rogan like videos of them like cutting together like people saying things that they didn't actually say? Yeah. Like I thought it'd be funny if I started doing you could that. Do that. And, and let and let me just say, I think it was before the CNN journalist in me was like, we now have footage of Sean saying, "I have a small dick." You said it before. Yeah. Awesome. We have footage like, of you saying it too. Uh, did I really? Oh, you now just we do. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it's like you could get, you could literally composite Sean going, I have a small dick. And, and then, then me going, going, I have a small dick. dick. Yeah. And you'd just be like, damn, Sean and Damien admitted some you go watch some the podcast. We, we, shit on our fucking... Like you guys just put it in one place for me right now. Right. You made it so easy right for us, it. dude. Yeah. That's the, I have a huge dick. No, the one thing... Uh, let's do that a compilation. My oh, dick dude. is gargantuan. You know that's not making it. Yeah. <laughs> My dick's My smelly. Dick straight eggplant. But the one thing I did learn from Gary... Well, a lot of things I learned from editing TikToks for him is like, he takes content... You have a two-hour fucking thing now that you could take a minute of, put that on TikTok, and, you know, if it's a good moment from this... It'll get maybe a, a, some views. It'll get direct people to the podcast. But that's, it's called, he literally talks about take macro content, this, and turn it into micro, micro. content. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I wanted to, uh, not to, like, change the topic. I don't yeah. think it is, at least. But um, no, talking about, um, you know, learning from people and the idea of perspective and stuff. Sean, how is Doug? Oh, dude, he's, well, I got a letter from him. He's dead. Wait, no, no. Doug? Dead Doug is... Prisoner that I'm writing. Oh, oh prison pen pal. The other one yeah. I did was, like, writing a prisoner. Just wrote me recently. He had two heart attacks. Wow. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Since you've been writing him? Yeah, since the last letter. Doug? Um, really? Yeah, and so I asked him the last letter man. when he gets out, and he was like, well, it was supposed to be 2029, but there's a new law where if you've been in prison for X number of years and you're a certain age, you're automatically up for parole. But really? Cannot afford a lawyer, so he asked me if I'd make a Kickstarter. Didn't oh. ask me to promote it or anything, but my plan is currently to make a TikTok saying, "If you don't want to, or if you want to contribute, watch this video multiple times so it goes viral or more viral." Because there's this thing called CPM, where if you do a sponsored video, they'll pay you per view. So my plan is like, okay, I'll have like a sponsored, like I'll mention them in the video, comment. Like on the video, like go check out Mischief or whatever the whatever the brand is, and so I'm gonna say in the video like watch this video multiple times if you want to like donate because that'll make it go more viral with the algorithm, and so I'll get more money to put towards the Kickstarter. All the money will go towards the Kickstarter. You don't even have to donate. So that's my current plan with it. Uh, we'll see if I execute on that, and then I'm gonna make, do my other plan is to do a vlog, so and direct people from TikTok to go to the blog because I want to do blogs. So I'm going to talk at length there. Um, but he is good, dude. Like, he seems like, and that's the thing. Like, it was weird because, like, I kind of just, like, picked him out of a hat. I was like, this guy looks memeable Literally. for the TikTok. <laughs> but he ended up being a good, like, I, I wasn't going to make a second video if he wrote me and he was like, you know, tell me about what your body looks like. You know, like, yeah. just some weird <laughs> shit. But he was, like, a really nice dude. That's so when like, I would really write back. Yeah, no, like... right? And so, like, people that I, like, my parents and stuff were a little wary or whatever. Like, but he ended up being a cool dude. So that's why, like... I've continued like, and I'm trying to like balance the, you know, he murdered somebody, but he's like, wants to. What was this? Hit? Do you, do we you know kind of leave it up to the viewer. That's of. what I'm trying to do is like, listen, like, you know, if you think that this guy doesn't deserve yeah. re redemption, you're entitled to that opinion. And, you know, personally, I, I, you know, I wrote him to be his friend and that's all that really it matters. You know, mm -hmm. um, that's, you know, that's why the website's there and stuff. But, um, yeah, like, <coughs> 
Um, I don't even remember where I was going with this. So he just he ended up like kind of proving to me, I think, that he is a, a oh, you that's right. You asked me what he did. So yeah. he like basically his cousin, which was a girl, got beat up by a homeless guy, and he found this guy like three weeks later walking on the side of the road. Got out of the car, was like, "Oh, you like beating up women?" And he was like, "Fuck you, bro!" And like, took out his gun that he had in his glove box, shot him in the shoulder, beat him up, and the guy died a week later because like the bullet, I guess something like ricocheted, hit his heart or something. Uh, he died a week later, so he wasn't like it wasn't his intention to kill the guy. Still, super wrong. Like obviously, like yeah, he yeah, said yeah. that in the letter, he was like, "Dude, like it was like I fucked up." He was eighteen at the time. He's like fifty or something now. Oh, really? He's yeah. been there that long. Yeah. So it's That's like. like- that's why I'm like, okay, like, it's not like he murdered somebody last year, and I'm like, ha, ah, like, so. Like, think about the person you were when you were, like, for people listening, think about the person that you were when you were 18. Right. And, like, just try to put yourself in the shoes. Right. And I'm only 21, and I know I was a dumbass it, back then. It, it's, like, really tragic. Like, right. Like, heartbreaking, even, if you really think about it, that he right. spent 40 years of his life off of this And in solitary stupid, confinement like, for 20 of those years. Decision. No that's, shit. That's, like, like. The worst torture. Yeah, and so it's like you gotta maybe it's like okay, when do we say? Because what what's the point of prison then? Like if he had a date to come out, do we say is this, like do we? Does that mean we forgive them? What does that mean? You know, right. and it, I think that's the cool thing about the series, and that's what makes me nervous. But it's kind of fun is like navigating that line of like right. what is right and wrong here. But uh, you know, I think if he did get out, if the Kickstarter worked, like my plan, like that's where I'm like okay, now I'm helping this guy get out, but. Like, if the law says he's up for it and, like, I believe and he's my friend, like, I think it's okay. And also, my plan is, like, if it does work out, awesome. But, hey, like, when you're out of prison, like, do me a favor and everybody else a favor and, like, do something good for the world now that you're out. Like, make sure you're bringing only good things now. Yeah. Right. And I He's going to have his own TikTok. It's going to be Doug here. Right. Well, that's what, like... Y'all can collab. Here's the worst case scenario. He gets out and murders somebody right away. It's like, fuck Sean. Murders you because he has your address. Yeah. It's like, fuck Sean. (laughs) He has your address. Yeah. Like, so that's like the worst... His first TikTok ever is like, fucking your dead body. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, just some terrible... I knew we were getting a necrophilia eventually. Yeah. Yeah. We did talk about that in the beginning, but... Like Jeez. so, that, like but my lunatics. belief and like what I've seen in these letters is I think that he's a guy that is going to be like only bring like because that's all he talks about and you know could he be blowing steam up my I I don't I, yeah for I'm sure I'm gonna I'm gonna play sort of devil's advocate no I know you need to because that's like it's a like my opinion is like he like we can all agree wow damn fifty years old and he's been in there since eighteen that's a ridiculous like a long amount of time. But he killed somebody. Yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what? That's but my question. And then, like, it's a dumb mistake. But like, you can you can almost like go back to even the situation that he describes, which who knows how accurate that situation. Yeah, is. exactly. But you can almost go back to that and be like, wow, like he had a gun, and it's a homeless guy. It's sort of like this situation where he's like riding the fucking lightning and being like, man, I'm the fucking boss. Right. Like, I'm a G. I've got a gun right now. I'm a fucking yeah. like this guy wanted to fuck with my family. I'm going to fucking fuck with him. Well, that's no, like and I think it's a terrible and, that's thing. That's like a young and arrogant mindset. It, but kinda that you but have is it though? Like, age. and I get I get where and I do. I get where you're coming from. Like, but he's had this capacity to do something. Yeah. I well, mean, that's you know, my we so, all have the capacity to do. Things. But, but what that, is the point? Yeah. That's why I ask, what is the point of prison? Once you get past the time that you were given, 
is it for is it for uh, redemption like or what what is the reform, rehabilitation reform, reform. Yeah. when i think about it when i think about what would the practical aspect of prison be would be to just remove somebody from society exactly. that's so why are we saying functional like we get rid of them because we think they're and i would think of anything scarier, and that's the and right. honestly that's like the uh the fucking catch 22 is like you put these people in prison for life and then like you removed them from society because they aren't functioning members of society. They're, they're, uh, you know, they have a negative, they have a detrimental effect on society. You put them in, in prison. Right. But now that they've spent their lives in prison, they are so far removed from society that they could never be functioning right. members of society. And well, to right. return to is to like sort of be like, to introduce. Yeah, I, well, like, I don't I, agree with it's that. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like to reintroduce like a captive lion into the wild. It's like, he's, yeah, gonna, but he's not even going to survive. He's going to fucking. Uh, yeah, and there's like that. This touched on in Shawshank too. Like, the guy kills himself because he's like all he knew and some people commit crimes to go back because it's all they know yeah and it's, you become institutionalized but what he's showing me in the letters and that's all i can really go on is that he he's, seems like a guy that's like damn i really fucked up and i just want to do right by the world and yeah. so that's what i'm go like if he wrote me like ah you know that guy had it coming yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah then i'm like okay well i better stop these tiktoks but well, because yeah. he ended up being a what i think is a good dude like i'm like all right like can if if it's a if he really believes that he wants to come into the world and do good now, like and actually be not just a functioning member, but like a, a member that like is beneficial, yeah, then it's like sick, you know. But there is that element of like, well, we're not, you know. Yeah, well, not I mean, not to trail off to too much, you know, political or societal things. Um, did throughout your time, of, you know, correspondence with him, did you like learn anything or gain any like neat uh, anecdotes of experience from this or? You know, yeah, how was the I mean, experience for you from your end? Uh, just like, I mean, he's like, like he has been like super supportive and basically kind of like in a sense of like, kind of like Gary V in a way, like Gary V's at the top made it and he's like, here's how you get there. He's at the bottom and he's like, listen, dude, like fucking go full force at life because I mean, obviously he kind of put himself in the, or de mm -hmm. definitely put himself in the situation yeah. he's in, but he's like, I wish I didn't. I wish I took life by the fucking balls in a way that wasn't, you know, murdering somebody, but like bring just like living life in a positive way. I think yeah. that definitely he's like showed me that he showed me a different lifestyle of like prison and like what it's like if you do fuck up and it's kind of like, damn, like this is what happens when you that and just like like the anecdotes of prison and the even just like the laws he tells me about and the things to look up about solitary confinement and like so i it is cool because i'm like a curious person and it's like like i I, have, I know somebody that went to prison and whenever i find out i'm like oh tell me more like prison's a fascinating thing you know yeah. so there's that element to it there's and, a big spectator element yeah where people mm -hmm. sort of like passion emotionally on yeah on other people's and there's like I notice with TikToks and people's series and stuff, it's like they'll kind of ring out everything. Mm -hmm. And like with the Teletubby thing, I stopped that shit because I'm like, I don't want to do that for the rest yeah. of my life. Like that was a funny one-off thing. The prisoner yeah. thing, I don't want to be the prisoner guy, but I also don't want to be the guy that, you know, became friends with a prisoner just for clout. You know, like yeah. like I do want to make friends with this guy because it would be pretty lame of me to be like, nice TikTok following throw him to the side of the road and yeah and so there's that element too of like self-awareness around the content i guess if that makes sense and like the yeah that's appreciating the person and not just like the content they're giving me yeah yeah that's something like kind of that i could really respect is like you don't you're not like 
squeezing things till yeah. they're dead you know yeah you're like, yeah. You're like okay, not beating the... I, I could get more out of this yeah. it's called like, let's let's go on to the next thing right Is it, it was it called beating a, a dead beating cow a dead horse or beating a dead yeah. horse it's yeah. funny because it makes me think of like wrong just quadruped like consciousness as almost like an inhibition to sort of this larger goal and you can look at politicians and sort of these people who are able to sort of throw people aside and use people you look at like um you know name name your favorite fucking tiktok celebrity or any celebrity it's funny how your your sort of rise differentiates from theirs because i'm sure like nine out of ten of them they don't give a fuck who they use you know you see these trends and shit like that and they don't have that and i don't think it's like they're bad people. I think it's just like they, they're opportunistic. Yeah, they're opportunistic, but they like Sean. I think Sean, you're very opportunistic in that you see an opportunity and you're able to capitalize on it. Like more often than not, like you, you, and also with it, with the way how ingen, uh, the ingenuity that you have when it comes to like how you approach a problem. But like someone like. You know, like these other people, like, I don't know, name one. I don't want to, and I don't want to name one because I don't want to Well, even David Dobrik, I like, know. I love David Dobrik, but, I, like, I he's think he's spoofable so- because he's, like, gives his friends cars, and it's, like, He's friends know. with Josh Peck. Yeah, 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 and it's just, and like. And it's sort of, like, I can, so I will, and the consequences are so bo- in, in the rearview mirror because it's more just, like, what's going to get me the clicks? What's going to get me right. the interaction? Right, and so that, and even with the Eric Erdman Teletubby, the kid with cancer, like, I was, like, okay, I'm doing this for him, but I was worried afterwards. Like he got the Allen thing. Like I didn't want to throw him to the side. Like I still wanted to be friendly with him. You know, I didn't want it to be like, all right, I did this for him. Like now that's brownie points, and I can just move on. Like I wanted to like stay in touch with him. How you doing, man? And yeah. stuff like that. And and then even when he died, I felt like, damn, should I be doing a video? memory or talking about it I'm like ah you know just like it makes me think of there's this guy uh, there's this other TikTok guy that I really like his name's Brick Nerman. Um, and yeah, he, and he's super, like, if you look him up, he's like mega viral and, uh, it's cool. These microcosms that exist like, yeah. on TikTok. Like, like I have no idea. Never hear of them, but like... they're, they're very famous, but, um, he's a really cool guy, but his whole thing is he's like a very Eric Andre sort of like nihilist humor where, or even to the point of nonsensical humor, it does, just doesn't make sense, but he's been able to gain this massive following. And then what he did was he did this thing where randomly one day he was like, I'm going to buy, um, the robot dog, you know, the Boston dynamics robot dog. Mm hmm. Yeah, Boston Dynamics. They do all the. They do Atlas. He's the robot that. Oh, the robot that dog things. The robot just... dog that like it's like. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. He was like, I'm gonna buy one of those. It's like fifty thousand dollars or whatever, and he just like made a TikTok on a whim, and people, and he's like, oh, this is my Venmo, Venmo me, and people were Venmoing him like thousands of dollars a day. <laughs> yeah. make, and he was like, wow. oh my god! And all of a sudden, you watch him go through this experience. I watched the whole thing because I binged it. You know, one of those days where yeah. I'm like, I just want to watch TikTok series, man. They do. I know, and he literally, and he's, and his whole platform is he's just a nonsensical funny guy like he does some really just gross out humor that's like it's like wow it's just funny that he's doing this but all of a sudden he got this responsibility where people what's his name brick nerman and uh his old one used to be brian his name was brian it was like a character and it's a character right but he all of a sudden got he was for like foisted upon him was this responsibility like where people were donating him money and he had said i'm gonna buy this dog but then People were uh, people were reaching out to him because he was making all this money, and literally people were reaching out like, "Oh, my son has cancer. Would you care to donate the money?" And he would make a post being like, "Guys, I know you donated for the dog, and I respect that you guys want me to get this robot dog, but like, there's this family that genuinely needs money. Would we all want to donate to that?" And people were like, "Yeah, donate, donate, donate." So it was cool because it, it honestly reminded me. I watched this recently, like only like last week, and it reminded me of what you went through pretty much with people all of a sudden trying to hold you to task. 
And you also, because you did a good job of trying to hold yourself responsible, like being realistic and being like, I have this platform and I can do some good with it. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny. There's 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 the duality of it where it's the creator and the audience. And it is a participatory right. thing where yeah. we're going to make this guy famous, but he's also going to speak for us like now. A forced, yeah. a forced like, responsibility. And, it's, and it was funny because you watch this whole series where, okay, well, then he finds a dog on like Alibaba or whatever, where he can get the dog for like... 20,000 and it's the same thing and everyone was pissed they were like no we want the we want the big dog and he's like guys but I could do some good stuff with the rest of the money and then I could get the cheaper dog like we don't have to do the dog and they were like we only donated because we thought you were getting this big dog like I would not have donated a hundred bucks if I didn't think wow. you were going for the big thing and it's it's such a <laughs> weird <you>. dynamic <laughs> and you can see in his face how he's like still in character and still being funny but you can see the line that he's riding where he goes let's be realistic guys 50,000 is so far in the distance, but we have 20,000 now. We have 25,000 now, and I can donate the rest to charity. And people are coming to me going, you have this money. You've gotten this uh, You've gotten this platform. Right. If you don't do good with it, you're an asshole. And these other That's people are going, if you don't do the funny thing that we want, you're an asshole. And it's like, it's so weird. And It's, it's kind of like the church when the church, what was the church that burned down in Italy and everybody donated money and they're like, oh, they'll donate to that, but not to, it's like, yeah, but like, I don't know. Like you could do two multiple things with money, and if everybody's donating to the dog, like, like, I, like that might he has my, their investments in mind. But at yeah, the same well, it's time, like yeah, I you know you could say oh you could donate to cancer, but it's like yeah, well they it's not my money. Yeah. You know, like I can't donate. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They had something in mind that they it's a product. They yeah, spend money. They on paid a product. for it. Yeah. And if, you, yeah. if you fall through on the product, they're gonna abandon you like a like and your platform that you were using for good. Now but that is a weird spot because it's like if you had twenty five k. And the, the this money stops. It's like, well, what do I do with this money? I can't get what they wanted me to get. Yeah. Get the cheaper dog. Donate the rest. That is weird. It's a tough spot to, and be, to put and in. And then to pocket it is even more uh, like morally bankrupt is to be like, okay, oh, well, yeah, I'm just going to keep yeah, the rest. You can't do that. It's, it's funny because like when you... When you look at yourself as like a brand and stuff like that, you, you you acknowledge the fact that your audience is more than just a passive audience. They're like investors at a certain point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's a really cool guy and Brick Nerman I've been following him for a while like if he sees this bro I fucking love that guy I don't know yeah. if he will but maybe he will honestly maybe this shit will pick up he's awesome he's a cool guy but it's, it's funny and he's like a young kid I mean so many of these kids now are handed these responsibilities and it almost goes back to what we were talking about about Doug having this young man's mentality or young woman's mentality and then having to make grown man, grown woman decisions with that. Right. And, and all of a sudden when have this responsibility like put upon you. Like it's not something I would ask for. And honestly, Even, it's funny. It just reminded me. I saw today a TikTok that went viral from yesterday. A girl is, it's just, and it's funny how you can on TikTok, I could film something right now. If I say the right thing, it'll go super viral. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that yeah. thing is, but mm -mm. so it's this girl dancing in her kitchen to a song and it's like shaking her boobs up and down not even just like goes, literally fully clothed takes, just her <laughs> dancing and the and the text over her says if the i forget the football team like the detroit detroit lions lions yeah yeah, yeah. okay wow. i don't i don't know not either. a football fan but yes. detroit mind, lions, no. if they comment on this tiktok i'll shave my head it, it's like at like 10 million views every nfl football team commented including the detroit lions and um and nfl's tiktok super viral 
And now her, the post today is like her like reacting and like like I'm not gonna shave. Well, the, she didn't say that, but everybody's commenting like we know you're not gonna do it. The Detroit Lions right. commented on the newest video like damn, uh, th- like kind of mean. They yeah. were like, uh, so you're just gonna use a, or something like oh yeah, something not that it wasn't but that, like but it was still, like that yeah kind of thing. And then the next video she posted, they commented again like, well, we're waiting. I'm like, damn. Right. Like, she probably that's like kill yourself. We all pay. We all we all put in our tickets right now to right. see you self harm or something. And, me? Yeah, and it's like I get you signed up. And I do. And it's like she probably didn't know. Like maybe she thought maybe she they probably didn't comment. even expect it. She probably like that's not gonna. Yeah, happen. exactly. Like, yeah. But it's weird, bucket, right? Because it's, like, it's like yeah. However you describe it, of whether they were like that aggressive or not, it's it's weird how like who's. I don't know. It's not necessarily like a right or wrong kind of yeah. thing, but at the same time, it's like, all right, you said you were going to do this thing, yeah. and now everyone who's saying is like, I want to see if she's we, actually going to do pro- it. We right. propelled you to this point. Now you got to pay up because yeah. that's what we're invested in emotionally. Yeah, and like, can you walk the walk? I kind feel of thing. bad for, her, but I do. I feel like. I mean, she you put the content. Of, sign up for it, man. Well, yeah. you had that experience with uh, the Shia LaBeouf like art installment where you all of a sudden experienced like the power of wait what the internet. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't go, see gonna, this. You can tell that I'm the shorter of the two because my bladder capacity is way limited. Dude, I've went. I'm that's fine. Jack went three times, times dude. But, but, uh, I'll uh, tell you like hyperspeed. This is what a, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a good one. I'm, hopefully, I come back. Yeah, uh, it was just like there. Shia LaBeouf did like this uh, art installment in Queens at uh, this museum where. It was like, he will not divide us. It was a live stream with a webcam on the wall, like when Trump was inaugurated. And I went the first day because I was like, dude, it's just Shia LaBeouf. Like I looked on the live stream. It's just him, maybe a few other people. I was like, let me go meet Shia LaBeouf. Went the first day. Sure enough, he's standing there and like, we're just bouncing up and down in front of the camera. Like he will not divide us. And like, we did that for like an hour. Um, and it was weird because like Trump supporters came and they were like pissed and they were like, Oh, like this, and I, like I kept the peace. I was like, dude, like if you believe in Trump, like you can say he will not divide us because you believe that, you know. And so, what happened was a pizza came, and it was a delivery pizza. And at this point, Charlotte Buff sitting on the wall, and it was like, hey, this is from London. Like they called from London. They're watching the live stream. They like what you're doing. Can you give this to whoever's here? And so me and this other guy. Passed it around. We like got someone from London ordered a pizza for you. Called guys? Brooklyn to order a pizza. For <laughs> Holy tonight. shit! And what so a badass! That should have been an indicator to me of how many people were watching this live stream. Ended up being on TMZ. Like I'm in the background. No shit. But the next, so I tell all my friends the next day we I roll a J. I'm like I'm gonna smoke with him. My friend has a bag of mushrooms, and he's like I'm gonna make sure I eat these. And he was <laughs> oh feeding them to us on the way. And so I didn't want to eat them, so I was stuffing them in my pocket. <laughs> I had a joint in the other pocket, and. So I have like one pocket filled with mushrooms and I ate a tiny bit and one pocket filled with the joint and we get there. It's a bigger crowd today and we're jumping up and down. And the second or like a few minutes after being there, like a bunch of cop cars pull up and they no. like run out of the car at me and they start patting me down. And I'm like, I, all my friends ran, run and oh, Shia LaBeouf's watching me get pat down. They walk away, pat me down again. Like I thought it was because of the drugs, but they didn't, didn't care. Walk back to the cars. And so... I go up to the cars. I'm like, dude, what, what was that about? And the cops were like, oh, well, we got a phone call that somebody in a red hat had a firearm. And you're wearing a red hat, but so is Shia LaBeouf. So we're realizing it was a prank call. So somebody in the world somewhere decided, I'm going to call Brooklyn and tell them that they're the police department and say, this event, a guy in a red hat, Shia LaBeouf, has a firearm. Oh, wow. 
So I go up to the webcam and I'm like, because like everybody this like this is the is this I don't know the internet mean, yeah this is the, like not the mistake but this is the interaction now yeah so it's I like went up to the webcam so wait and I was like because now everybody like kind of like walked away from the webcam at this point I guess because of the cops I don't really remember but I was like oh, hey guys that was real funny like this is what happened but seriously make me a meme guy in red hat or something how cool would that be like my Twitter handles this my Instagram handles this walk away didn't think anything of it look at my phone. And like my notifications are blowing up, and it's like oh, some shit. fans like, "Hey, you're funny." Some people are like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like calling me every word in the like the worst things in the world. Wow. And I think it was like people either angry about like me being at this protest or whatever, but there was like, and so that was freaky. It was like on every social media account, people hating on me, and then my mom texts me or calls me crying. Because people are messaging her, commenting on her thing, like, you're a whore, your son's a loser. Like, wow. one person messaged oh her, like, God. getting creative. They were, like... Uh, Saying, like, you're a crack addict and things like that? Yeah, they messaged her. No, like, this is, like, this is where it was, like, super creative in that they wanted it to feel real. So they messaged her, hey, me and your son are good friends. I'm really worried about him. We've been going to gay bars together a lot, and he's addicted to cocaine really bad. Yeah. Some wow. weird shit, dude. Holy shit. And so... And sh and like, what do you say when like you're getting all these messages? Yeah, that's messed and up. The one, the one thing they photoshopped me at on the webcam image with a rifle. They sent her that. They, she thought I had a gun. Like it was just confusing for her. She went from you know not having anything going on in yeah, her day to day to, to this. Just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, and so I talked to like the museum curator. And he was like, oh, dude, they, like, hacked our system. You better, like, double authenticate, like, your account or delete it for now. And so I, like, deactivated. And, like, every once in a while now I'll get, like, a somebody will be like, are you the red hat guy? And, like, it's weird. But Yeah, it's kind of weird. Holy how, shit. Like, the power I, I of the internet. Familiar yeah. with that. I, I didn't even know, know that many, happened. Uh, like, now, like, more of my TikTok and, like, uh, like uh, I'm starting to, like, views, like, and, like, Gary gets a hundred thousand views, anywhere from a hundred thousand to a million. Like I'm, I'm more like cognizant of view counts and what they mean. So I'm curious today, like how many people were watching that live stream? Was it like fifty thousand or was mm -hmm. it a million? Or I have no idea. But um, and then I talked to Shia. He's like, oh, they thought you were me. And I was like, yeah. He was like, that sucks. And I was like, listen, I got a joint rolled. Do you want to smoke with me? And he was like, well, when the cops leave, we can because uh, I'm on probation. So this was before Jeez. I got a photo with him. It's on my Instagram, I think. Got a photo with him. And then I did the webcam thing. Got freaked out. Now I'm kind of coming up on the shrooms. And my phone's yelling at me like thousands mm -hmm. of voices. So I just went home and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be like. Oh. That would be fucking like, you were on shrooms that time? Dude, that... Very, like, like it was still. like a little I, I, bit. I went, still. but I don't remember if I saw Shia. I remember being there, though. Who did we go with? It was, it was me, you, or Vinay, Tucker, or Scotty. I miss Or with all my heart, man. Or if, Shout you, out to or. if you see this, I love you, Or. Yeah, I miss that kid so much, man. You could do a whole podcast just about him. Th too. That is the number one thing I miss about New York City, and it's funny. I think it honestly speaks to like another difference between the two of us is like, the, New York City has this this weird opportunity where on any given day you could meet X ex person you know and just There's a lot yeah. of big people I, live in nyc and, I, and, and the difference i like sean you you were always very like proactive in trying to have those encounters and i think i sort of took a backseat to things like that where i'd be like oh you know it's and i'd, I'd find like a genuine enjoyment out of it like i'd be like oh that was cool like we met that person or whatever yeah. but like it was cool because i think from the moment we got there we were going to um 
What's the cafe with the mac and cheese where Louis fucking the comedy cellars in the basement? Yeah. Well, but the restaurant is Olive Tree. Olive Tree. So there were these cafes where we knew celebrities would frequent. So we would go and just get meals. And like literally, uh, you met um who's that guy? Uh, Rick. Rick Rick Crom, who's a really cool guy. He's on Chappelle's show a lot. That's where I know him from, mainly. Oh, that Rick Oh, shit. And we I know met him. Rick, I met Rick Crom through you, but you yeah. were friends with Rick Crom for a little bit. Yeah, like, well, like, I took the friendly acquaintances. And yeah. Them, but. And that too. Yeah, yeah. Well, he taught you. So literally, like, Sean took this, like, sort of proactive approach where it's like, it's sort of a sandbox environment. Anything can happen. And, um, but it's really cool. I mean, like, I'm, I do genuinely miss that about New York. It, um, it's sort of like, I don't know. It's just a, an eventful fucking like anything can literally, yeah. literally anything can happen. We've met mm-hmm. all kinds of celebrities and shit like that. Um, but what's cool is to see how Sean takes that opportunity and like capitalizes on it. I think it goes back to the opportunistic yeah. thing, which is it's just interesting. It's just something yeah. to note, honestly. Now that we're on people from New York, this was one of my last things to hit. But I, I feel like I could, out. yeah, I feel like I we could hit on it, hit after. on it right now. Put a counter in here every time. Shout, I ask for this. shout outs to um. <laughs> it's all on Jack. Prod Musa, right? Prod Musa. Oh, Moses. Moses. Shout outs to him. Shout outs to Bless Jones and Joey Psycho. What's his new thing? Magnolia Music. Magnolia Joker Music. Shout Shoney outs to all is them. one of the most talented, smartest dudes. How How did you guys hook up with all these people? Because they're that's they're cool like that's a great like, story. Yeah. Well, it was our we took we we were on the Laughing Matters floor freshman year. It's like a comedy themed floor. I actually oh, did. Really? That's sick. That's I was dope. on the I was on the seventh floor, but um because Sean's my best friend. Again, another instance where Sean like sort of facilitated my social interaction with other people. But they're all great friends of mine. I, I love them to death. They were yeah. awesome people. And uh they were and all on the floor. I, yeah. Oh, they were all in your well, Obviously Moses we all love comedy, like we were stand up yeah. and stuff like that. But um and so like our entire friend group was on that floor and then Moses was just like he's a loud personality and like we kind of like where was he from because I know Orr was in West Tower and we he was were in Hayden oh that's Wait, right so man. just so I'm familiar with who's Jack. who how, who are you referring to these people as on, so Jack, uh, Jack can I'm I sorry, stop not Bless Jones uh, Prod Muse says Moses Moses yeah. yes Jack can Bless I stop Jones for one is, second sure. can you make sure that's still filming yeah sure just for um so you can Bless keep talking Jones I'm sorry I didn't mean is, to interrupt no, no, anybody no worries, no worries. and who's this Orr character or is a legend among legends, man. He from Israel, craziest, like, craziest character maybe of my lifetime. One yeah. of the craziest top ten characters. Um, he's from Israel. He's from Tel Aviv. Is it really? Have the sound and that's fine. Got to figure out how to get home. <laughs> Still in it. We good? Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> We'll just have the sound of this part. Dude. We'll just have a picture of Orr. Yeah. Let's like, <laughs> <laughs> just talk over a picture of Orr. That's very cool. Is that okay? We're all in it? We're chilling? We're on all audio We're right all now. audio right all now. Damn, audio. for how long? That blows. Yeah, how long do you think it was the... It doesn't matter. I mean, it was fun either way, but... Oh, no, we're we? probably... Oh, I know it's like three hours. Yeah, I know. We we've been going for three hours. Almost, yeah. We so haven't. Holy even shit! We we haven't gotten to the first topic that I wrote down yet. Really? <laughs> I, I feel I feel bad because I've gotten to pretty much all not, of mine. And just know that if you ever want me back, like this is fun. I'll dude, come back. We, to we're gonna have to make this a two episode. Y'all are so welcome to come back yeah, for dude, real. 
I would happily come, bro. This is sick, but, yeah. so continue. I'll bring my own vape. Where we're oh, okay, cool. No, yeah. I don't want. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't we'll, want you to we'll do that. Get, we'll right. get one. We'll we'll have a guest vape. That's sick, dude. We'll I sanitize it for COVID purposes, but holy yeah. shit! I had that next. So so, all right, homie. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt anybody with no, that. No worries. Oh. oh. The homies. Yes, your or, homies or, or uh, Joey so, Psycho. Or is like, a, he's from Israel, he's from Tel Aviv, really cool guy, loves Borat. God, he loves Borat. It's funny and dude. He quoted all the time, up. very funny. Loves Borat, he loved... Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Actually, me too, if you don't mind. Better than Borat, he loved uh, Zohan. Yeah. He would always quote Zohan, and because um, he loves that, because it's for, uh, comedy about Israel. But he, um, I, I don't want to speak for him, but he was like, well... Of well means. Yeah. That's the other thing. In NYU, we met a lot of rich kids. Most of our friends are definitely above our social strata. Oh, yeah. Specifically above mine. Yeah. I understand and that. they're wealthy kids. And, um, but, or. I got an Apple Watch, dog. Come on. Yeah, dude. What are you? And any AirPods, man. AirPod Pros, yeah. You're getting dude. that Bluetooth right to the cranium, bro. bro I went, uh, the high school I went to was in the, one of the richest towns in New Jersey. And I, like, yeah. hated everyone there. To give there. you a level of how rich <laughs> these kids were we knew was Orr and his friend, Rodney. Yeah. Who was, like, a deep, dark web hacker from Israel. Right, and I don't know how. I think he got into the school honestly on illegitimate means. I think he literally like somehow scammed his way into the Holy school. Holy shit! He's like, and he would go on the dark web and like all kinds of shady business, and they'd get and they like launder money or something. I don't want to incriminate these people, but they're in Israel too, so who gives a fuck? No, um, I know he would not want it, and I, they didn't launder money, but I know whatever something. Did, it was they... something illegal, and I don't want to spe- I look, look, look. I'm definitely like providing a testimony that's not true. I'm gonna I'm gonna discredit myself right now and say I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, right? but um, but one time they took us to this. Remember when they took us to that hotel? They booked us. They booked all of us. It was like what, seven freshman dudes, and he booked that room in a in a nice ass hotel in Man- Uptown Manhattan. Yeah. Remember that? that was sick. And it was like the lobby. Send me like, a video of it the other day. Really? Holy you have Can you send it to me? God. It was on Snapchat. The video is like, or the video, the the actual day is is like the lobby is like gold. And wow. It's like. The, uh, it's just so old money. We walk in with backpacks. We walk in with backpacks, <laughs> and they must have looked at us like these losers. They can't afford any. And literally, Or goes, "Oh, we want a room. Paid for a room. We go up to like what the twenty fourth fucking floor or something like that. And it's this big ass high ceiling room, and we're like jumping on the beds and smoking weed and fucking doing all, and drinking and just doing all kinds of drugs and shit like that. And it was like it was wild, man. That NYU was that, bro. It's like. Not not NYU because NYU is honestly, fuck NYU. Um, but New I'm York. less that way. But I he's I less that way. But sentiment. I think it's just a huge scam. It was a huge scam. Oh, we were taking film schools, and they're like, "Oh, you're paying like a thousand dollars for this class. Uh, watch some movies." And yeah, then, and then like talk about the movies. Own. And I'm like. This is bullshit, man. Right. I honestly learned way less from it. I think it's more for if you're, oppor- if you're an opportunistic, if you're an opportunistic person like and me, me. Yeah, and then me, it's like yeah. it's like a, you got to be self aware with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think that's crazy. And the you people know, at NYU, though, the, the kids I met, the students I met, love them. The people we met, you know, like Dan, uh, Rose, Matt. Oh, sorry, I got it. Matt, like all these people, they're like great people. Like the, the, the students there, like whatever their means are, whatever their financial means, it's not, not to discredit them because they're all right. genuinely hyper-creative people. Yeah, of course. Very, very talented, very creative, very funny people. Funnier than me. Funnier you know, than I, I, uh, I felt Sean, the same way. You know, like Sean's also. Like, in uh, I would me. agree. But, like, Tucker, you know I mean, Tucker is Very like, talented. Very uh, earn, on I wouldn't own say merits. that either, though, because a lot of people I we've met and per- like people... 
will say to me, Damien's great. You should bring him around more. He's funnier than you. <laughs> Dude, it's funny because I'm do so self-deprecating. Uh-huh, I, I shoot myself in the foot. It I goes back to the self-destructive thing. I meet people and I just like tank my relationships with those people. If anybody wants. Oh no, 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 I'm good. Ah, <laughs> yeah, man. Next, I was about to hit it just because, like, and by like, we're deep now. I so do it's... start a new job. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, I don't have to be as charismatic anymore. But I do start a new job tomorrow. So yeah, what is your new job? It's one three seven p.m. It's like Gary's trying to grow it into like a bar stool. So it seems I mean, like no, I'm you like, told me about it. Yeah. So I don't know what it entails, but um, like I, I got to do one more thing for Gary. Like I said, I was gonna do it after this, and so are you actually running it? Like he, like he? I don't know yet. I'm excited to see. Uh, they like the guy told me he was like, dude, if you wanted to go to like cross country in a rental car, like you could do that. Would pay for it. I don't know. Like we'll see if they live up to that. I believe them. Um. I, you know, I have some ideas written down. Hopefully, they like the one idea I have is making with, and I'm excited to see what you guys think. And you know, feel free to give criticism or whatever. But basically, like an interview, like a podcast with video, where so Mark Norman is this comedian that I've uh, met. Before. You know, Mark Norman, he's a stand-up. He's I like think I've heard good. of him. Yeah, name sounds familiar. So I like film for him. And so like my first episode, I think will be like. It's basically you invite somebody on, an artist, and you make the thing they're known for while also interviewing them. So That's like, really cool. So like Mark Norman, I'm thinking, we'll do this. We sit down, we write a stand-up bit together while I also ask him questions about whatever, you know, like his life and shit mm-hmm. like that. And so I think it'd be cool to show like the process of making this art. And so like, let's, you know, in an ideal world, let's say I can have Post Malone. Like, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but let's yeah. say I could. How cool would it be to like... Oh, dude. So let's just like jam along. Like, show. Me. How do you come up with shit? You know, like yeah. and like it. And so kind of create a song through the process of interviewing yeah. and we're talking oh, to him. And so with the Mark Norman thing, maybe we'll go do try out these jokes and at, at the a mic that night. And like, it could be a whole episode. It's that like sounds, making with. That sounds That's so genius. sick. Okay, yeah, I love cool. that. That's something that like I want to try and do kind of yeah. in a similar way because I feel like with art and especially music, sometimes you have to like see the music being created or see right. it being performed I'm live to appreciate it. Yeah. How yeah. cool would it be if you could watch Same. a podcast where John Lennon or Paul McCartney sat down and made a song? Yeah. Even if sick. it was like, garbage, the just to see their... Pro- that would come just exactly. from that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. The, the like... So that's what I want to do. I'm hoping they let me do that. Someone's uh, mind. What's amazing about Sean is he's got this uh, this ability to like not only convey your ideas, because he's just fucking full of ideas. He's full of ideas, man. Yeah. About, a lot of them are bad, though. No, but no, no, no. But the, mm. but the beauty of it, though, is that you have this ability to sort of like meet somebody on their level to the point that they, like Gary Vee, honestly, I think it's such a cool relationship that you've established with Gary Vee where it's like you're just his employee, but at the same time he sees the potential in you. Yeah. You have that ability, and it's 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 just like... It's one, it's remarkable, but two, it's a gift, man. And I, I'm honestly yeah. like, I'm so excited for what Sean does, and I've yeah. always been excited for what you do. Yeah. I've, speaking of of things, I'm sorry, Jack. Uh, speaking of things that Sean does, only because like I realize we've been going for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to keep you guys here oh, too yeah. long. Keep us as long as you want. Like, yeah. The only but, reason I was like, sent, like, we'll wind down like soon, but like, I'm having fun. I want to come back and do this again. Like, yeah, I'm, like, absolutely. For sure, like, part two soon. Definitely. We're probably gonna have to make this one a two-parter because yeah, of how I mean, long it is. But maybe I don't know. Either way, um, we mentioned it at the very, very, very beginning of the uh, of this episode. But do you want to talk a little bit about Turtle in the Sink? I would actually yeah. like to call you out. This is going to be some. Um, <laughs> He's got something to say. This is going to be some <laughs> gotcha journalism. Okay. When you were doing the Turtle in the Sink, yeah. you were taking donations for copies of it, and I said I will send you my whole Venmo balance. 
Uh, and I am waiting for my copy of that movie. Oh. Damn, you know, that's the funny thing is like I'm very uh like ADHD or just like I'll put things off and so I know yeah. that I owe people copies and that's why I've wondered if people have like who, thought because I'm ready to put it goes in back a, to the investment thing that we were talking yeah, about yeah it really yeah, does sure. and, I, and it's also a place of like I don't even know who I owe it to so like my, yeah. I'm going to be putting it on YouTube soon have you seen it? I haven't seen it dude I'll I've been waiting to see it dude I'll send you a copy tonight uh, yeah. oh yeah man I've but, seen uh, it I was at, and I'm it's really good it's amazing days, it's amazing I was at the private do you want to Quick little yeah. So it was just like what it's about. It was like freshman year. I went to like a stand up thing for some guy. It was like a bringer show. So you like you do, you can go on any stage you want if you do like a bringer show. It's like you just got to bring a certain amount of people. So I went to this guy's thing. He performed. We got a drink afterwards. My card got declined at the bar. I had no money, and this like older woman was like going through. It's like a long story, so I won't say the whole thing because it's like so many details. But basically, I went home with an older woman. And I was super excited to like get with her and we got there. It was like deep in Harlem or in the Bronx rather. And she like had a thousand cats. And soon I realized like she started, she went in the bathroom, the shit in front of me for like an hour. Asked me if I wanted to get high. <laughs> That's hot. Holy Asked fuck. me if I wanted Wait, to get high. High like, on. Yeah. Oh, and then oh, she, yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, I want to get high. So I, she made me go get the lighter. I came back to the bathroom and I realized she was cr- uh packing a crack pipe smoking crack her daughter's there that mind you is new york city dude i told her i was like 23 because that was my i I think i told i don't even remember what i said we were what 19 20 18 18 yeah and so her daughter was like 20 so that was weird she was sitting there and then i found out the woman woman thought i was gay the whole time and so like it was like and so i just had struggled to get out of there and get home and she had like a boyfriend that was also like a big kingpin drug dealer did Holy you smoke shit. crack with her no no i did okay. smoke a j which was probably a bad idea because yeah. it was like a who hot. knows what was in that yeah yeah but uh so that's what the film's about and i oh true shit story it's a yeah. true story man. holy crap so i'm gonna put that on youtube and i think i'm gonna accompany it with a vlog talking about mm. because i'm like i'm trying to really I haven't made any vlogs yet. I've sat down to record them, but it's like hard because it's like good vlogs. For well, sure. it's hard because it's like hard to be like without the reception of like you guys. Like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like or whatever. Like to do it to a camera is like it's like kind of like awkward. Yeah, I'm like sure you awkward. get. I'll get better at it, you know. But my uh, and my parents are home, so it's hard to be like, what's up, guys? Like yeah. So, but I'm eventually gonna do it. I'm gonna put it on YouTube and. uh because there's music in it that's like not I don't have the rights to, and it's like either I buy the rights, which is like thousands of dollars, or post to YouTube, demonetize it. It's a great film. If you've donated to Sean's film and are waiting on the film, it is Sorry. well worth your contribution. <laughs> You're not you have not it has not been for naught. Interesting. It's very good. We um you screened it at Tish. Yeah. Uh yeah. for a lot for a lot of his friends I was there and the reception was awesome. Everyone fucking loved it and the film is just beautiful. It's it's an artistic film and like it's funny man because like you know it's as much like the mentality of kill your darlings, you know? Yeah. But at the same time it's like you got to separate yourself from it and like take remove yourself from the equation because you do owe these people the the film. Yeah. But not only that the film that you do owe them or the film that they are owed 
is so worth the contribution. It was it's it's a great Dude. it's a great film. It's really funny. Sean's a natural in it because you act in it. It's very Louis esque if you ever watched. Yeah, the, the yeah, movie. I did. Love, I, I and that was the approach. I was like, let's kind of go Louis with it. It was very Louis esque, but at the same time, Sean. It's more Sean. Yeah, than it I kind of get that from the trailer, honestly. Ve- like, like, it's really good. It's yeah. really good, and it's um, it's funny because I remember what it's been like a year since. Or, I filmed it no a year in March, so. It's it's been in the pipes. And I also have stabbing in Weinstein Hall, which was like uh, I don't really like it, but I should put it out because I made it and people put their effort into it and stuff. So I gotta yeah. post that one too. It becomes about the the contributors, you know. It just yeah, it, exactly. it becomes about like, well, I might not be happy with it, but I know yeah. they'll be stoked when I put it out. They'll be they'll be happy. I might be like, well, but I think you are happy with it, man. It's like it's total. You I mean you poured everything into it, and it's 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 awesome. So. Yeah, no, it's fun. Turtle in the Sink is great. Tits. Tits. What Tits. a great acronym, ah. man. Oh, she had a, that's the reason it's called that. The real life woman, there was a uh, turtle just in her sink. She, had a she vomited yeah. on it. Oh, poor turtle. AS, shout outs to the was ASPCA. That when you, was that when we were at Palladium or was that Weinstein? Weinstein. That's like square Freshman one. Year, yeah. That's what a great thing about New York, too, is like you can find yourself in those situations. Yeah, yeah. endless source of material. Mm-hmm. Really. So, two little things to close up. Um, on the topic of New York, you guys ever busk in New York? Yeah, I did. He does. Yeah. I I'm not good enough to do that, but he is. A I busked great a lot. I busked a lot. He'd gather crowds. It was really cool to watch I him love, in his element. I I go into Central Park when I'm yeah. with my uncle, and we'll just like go around and like sit in front of musicians for like yeah, an man. hour or two, and just That's like sick. sit there. It's and something enjoy. else, dude. There's actually speaking of Louis. There's the one guy in Louis, the uh, the piano the, player. Not not the piano who I also know him, but the banjo player. Remember oh, the banjo yeah, yeah, player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and his wife would be out there, and I know them. Uh, they probably don't remember me, but I met them a few times. Because it's cool when you do when you're on that scene. There is like a, there there are like a notoriety. Like these are the this is these are the people that do this. This is the circuit. You, you know, know you know too many zoos. It sounds actually really familiar, but it's I, this like almost like it sounds like, really familiar. Kind of like crackhead yeah, looking like short skinny black dude with the bass drum and like tons of like with a or kick or whatever it is mm. with tons of like symbols and stuff on it. And then there's a fat like chubby dude kind of who plays uh trumpet uh-huh. and then there's this dude his name's lewis p he's like pretty big in the like new york like brass scene or whatever you may call yeah, it yeah. he plays uh i think he plays alto sax or it sounds really i've definitely seen acts like that I'll, I'll show you in a little bit but um yeah, i may know years. them yeah it, it was cool man i you used probably to call them, they they like blew up and busking inspired me so like that's like i want to be able to just like be able to play for people. Busking is another thing, man. Performing live is another thing, and that's honestly maybe where I'm most comfortable. Is it's it was funny too because when I started doing it, it was just like I'm like I live we live on Washington Square Park. We're right here. I see people do this. Where all Bob the time. Dylan did the same thing. Where right? Bob Dylan did the same thing. That's where Bob Dylan's entire career kind of started was wow. uh, uh, Greenwich Village and and that entire scene, McDougal Street. He, he literally cut cut his chops on that fucking street, and so I was inspired. Dylan's my hero. And I play harmonica and, and guitar and I sing and I kind of do like a decent Dylan impression. So that's how it started was I was doing Bob Dylan. I was being Bob Dylan and I would do a full Bob Dylan set. I would do like something upwards of 20 songs and um, harmonica too. harmonica and I sang them and I would pull crowds, man. And it's a great feeling, bro. I'd yeah. have like Asian tourists come and be like, can we take a picture with you? And I'd take pictures with families and stuff like that <laughs> and amazing. do that whole thing, bro. And I met Asian people families that, like, with the blue hair. 
No, this was before oh, the blue hair. This was before the blue hair. That would be even better. And I did bust post blue hair, but it wasn't the same because uh, at that time I lived in Bro- we lived in Brooklyn, so it was a commute for me to do that. But when I started, it was my freshman year, and we lived right on Washington Square Park, and it could literally be like, well, I just got out of class, I'm gonna go busk now, and I would do that, and people would be like, are you related to Bob Dylan? Like, are you gotta be like, and it's funny, bro, because like, it feels good. The most money I made, uh, remember, it was um. God, it was February or March. I think it was close to St. Patrick's Day, and I made all of our friends were at Vinay's uh, dorm. All of our friends were there, but I was like, I'm going to busk first, and then I'll, and the, and I'll come hang. And I made like 74 bucks in an hour. Damn. And, and it was crazy. And I felt like I'm like, this is awesome, man. And I, that's how I would make my pocket change, because I didn't have a job. I'm working. I'm going to school there, but that's how I'd make my pocket changes. I would busk. I miss it, man. That's the one thing I miss about New York City. And I missed that long before I moved away from New York City because when I was in Brooklyn, it wasn't convenient for me anymore. But um, it's something else, man. You become, you really, I mean, you invite the city to sort of like come right up to you. I'd have homeless yeah. people like fucking like walk up to me and like try to take money out of my th- out of my case. I'd have homeless people sit and like scream next to me and like <laughs> I'm a psycho. So I'd literally like scream back at them. <laughs> I swear to God, I've gotten in, I've gotten in screaming I've gotten in screaming matches with homeless people in front of a sea of people. <laughs> and it really it, it, it's 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 a tightrope. You walk a tightrope because you almost invite the city to change who you are. Yeah. And yeah, the man. city gave me a lot. The city gave me confidence because I was I was an introvert of introverts, an introvert among introverts, and I literally like did not have this uh, this component within me to interact with strangers. And I invited the city to interact with me, and it forced me to become a person that now. That's the one thing the city gave me is it gave me the no fucks given attitude where oh, I would yeah. scream at a motherfucker and yell in his face and we're both yelling gibberish and because I'm an angry person. I said it before. <laughs> I said it before. I'm angry. And I'd, le- I'd uncork on this motherfucker. And afterwards, he'd be like, oh, okay. Like he'd sort of respect, he'd sort of respect me afterwards and be like, okay, all right, really cool. Jesus. Keep doing your thing, man. Have a good day. And I'd be like, yeah, have a good day, That's motherfucker. Sick. Like you shit smelling motherfucker. And I'd like scream at him. And, and like the, f- and, and it's cool too. It's cool too because you like you you know in your mind like i'm never gonna see these people again so people would see me on court and be like that guy's deranged too i'm scared <laughs> and they kind of keep on walking and then but like the next people would be like he's a beautiful poet like he's singing yeah. bob dylan and they i would give him a the, yeah, yeah they didn't see yeah. the moments before the, the awesome, altercation dude. there's millions of people in nyc it's like fuck it i, don't yeah. care about I can never i wish i could well now you got the cameras too and stuff but yeah i wish i could I love the idea that out there there's videos of me and there's also pictures of like families with me who would like literally be like, can we take it? Like they're tourists and they think they, they think I'm like a facet of New York city because you become that you become part of the city. You become part of the experience for somebody, you know, that's right, man. I love that. That's something we talked about in the first episode was like, the idea of like being like a little character in someone's story. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, with, yeah, with yeah. The coffee mug. Yeah, like, uh, we were talking about the idea of like you know how like you, you get your friends, your family together, and you take a picture, but there's in a public place, so there's people in the background. Yeah. Like you're in the background of someone's picture in their yeah. house that yeah. they see every day. It's like a really cool day in someone's story. It was story. cool, man. I mean, and it's and the other thing too is like you're in you're in Washington Square Park. There's people who are Dylan fans, so I'd be doing a Dylan set, and I'd have people listen to the full set. I'd see them just sit and you know they're like on break from whatever job they're working in and they're dressed well they do well for themselves in New York City and afterwards they'd come up and give me a $20 bill and they're like that was awesome man like I love Dylan and it's like I just played an hour and maybe 
two people put a dollar in my case, but then somebody gave me a 20 and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go get drinks now and have a good night now because of that. So yeah. that was my, that was my walking around money, but yeah. I miss it, man. Yeah. Busking is another, it's another animal entirely. You could be the most well-produced artist and you've got millions of dollars behind you, but you go park your ass on fucking on a corner in, in Manhattan and, and it's, you're not that person anymore. Um, and that was what was cool for me too. When I started doing it, I, w I was nervous. I was very nervous. And then before that I had performed coffee house gigs and stuff like that. But so I would go out with sunglasses. I had my Ray-Bans. I had like oh, Ray-Bans that I got for Christmas and I would go out and I just because I had the sunglasses on my face, I'd sort of feel a little more secure and I wouldn't look at anybody. And that's how I was able to sort of get my, my sea legs. And then after that, I didn't need the fucking sunglasses, bro. I, like I became another person when I, when I stepped foot on the corner. I was the fucking Bob Dylan kid. People knew me that way. I, I still know I have good relationships. You, uh, T, uh, TJ, TJ yeah. I have good relationships with people who are buskers, Purely buskers. I don't know what they do beyond that. It's almost weird because you're like, you live in Manhattan or at least in the vicinity. How do you get here every day? What are you doing? And you don't ask questions. It's not like, who are you? It's like, well, you're TJ and you fucking play a cajon and you sing R&B songs. And I would jam with that guy. And I jam with all kinds of people. And I literally was the Bob Dylan kid. People would just call me Bob Dylan. That is amazing. That's and wild. Yeah, man. it's yeah. really cool, I love man. That. I'm so happy that I asked that question. <laughs> and, I, and I miss that, man. And it's funny because it doesn't coexist with who I am necessarily as an artist, but Dylan's very much my idol and my hero so i i'm proud of that i'm so proud of that and you I know feel like that's oh, sorry no, no go real ahead. quick i feel like that's something that like i wish for you to do like you should like go to new york every couple months and like do that like once a day at least i do know? i hate like, I new york like, city but i yeah. do miss that oh, exactly I hate yeah. new york city but uh, as for like busking stuff uh when i was at work the other day at the base zone I had I had someone come in. They were like, "Oh, I'm buying my son uh, an amp. Mm. Uh, he want he needs a busking amp and, and shit." And like, I was like, "All right, the so Roland Cube." That's I'm gonna what they were all using the Roland Cube. Roland Cube. But and I couldn't afford that though. But they were like, "Oh, he wants to go play in parks." Mm -hmm. So I'm like, "All right, well, unless he's near one of those fucking like little bathroom huts, you know what I'm talking about? He's not gonna have anywhere to plug this thing in." Yeah, like I know. I was always like, "How are the there'd be a dude playing Hendrix?" And I'm like, what is that? I'm like, I don't know. I would just go with acoustic and harmonica, but yeah, <laughs> it's the it's a Roland Cube is the big one that they use. It's like super affordable and I'm like, oh, it's funny. Shout out, Roland Cube. You just gave yourself more work. You yeah. fuck. Sometimes it's this funny. is almost four hours. You're Sometimes have to it's funny. Through. You're gonna have to I'm scrub. Enjoy sitting through. You're gonna have to scrub through all it's, of this. It's really <laughs> only the beginning and the end that we're. Yeah, uh, seriously. Mm -hmm. Um. As you're saying, Bob Dylan is like a huge influence on you, and um, I notice that a you know not only you have a very broad range of influence. It seems you're an exceptional freestyle rapper. You did that beautiful Julia cover on your Instagram. I oh, saw. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that in some of your old caricatures of yourself or drawings of yourself, you would uh, you were depicted with a Black Sabbath shirt and stuff. Sabbath like that. is maybe my favorite band. So more so than the Beatles, yeah, even. man. And, they, I, and I grew up with the Beatles, but Sabbath. Sabbath is, is rad. Um, I also grew up with Sabbath, uh, but they're like the mainstay. But how does having those broad, you know, uh, influences affect your music? And like how, <laughs> and like, what do you think of just general the indie artist and the the, the local indie scene should take away from having you know a, a broad band of of, of influences? Mm. Um, I don't know, you know, from the inside looking out, 
I don't I don't see it. I don't know the major difference. I think the main thing is like my approach to music. Um, I feel like there's a bedrock. There's like a bedrock that I approach things to, and I maybe, it's from, maybe it's from a diverse place. <laughs> maybe it's from a di- you fucking dumbass. <laughs> maybe right. it's from a diverse place that that bedrock uh, even exists. But um, I don't know. You know, I can't I can't much speak for the indie scene because. I don't like too many indie artists, um, and not probably because I, and that, and look, and but wait, 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 but <laughs> but I'm waiting for locals act, get off the local acts only to turn me on to the good shit because uh, for be- like the reason I say that isn't because I'm like fuck the indie scene. I'm in, I'm on the indie scene and I'm on the fringes of the indie scene because I'm not even that deliberate with what I do, but. I just don't I'm not aware of too many indie artists so mm. what I do say as far as the indie scene goes SoundCloud scene goes is you have such a diverse body right now that's influenced by mainly because you have the internet and you can and the way I always approached music was I'd be like I like this artist who do they like that was my main thing mm. my dad would be like here's Bob Dylan and what he would uh, unknowingly do is introduce me to hundreds of artists because I'd go well who does Bob Dylan like and I'd google and I'd be like well what what makes Bob Dylan tick and what makes the Beatles tick what makes ACDC tick ACDC was my that was who, the person who made me want to play guitar was Angus Young mm. Angus Young I have an SG I have a Gibson SG and that's because Angus Young was my penultimate he was my fucking that's my guy was that you uh, i don't know if it was either your instagram someone dressed up as angus young didn't they? as a kid that that's was me. you right yeah angus young is my hero and no longer i mean uh, god i still i worship him for what he is but that's who made me want to play guitar right so but i the way i approached it was who does angus young like and angus young likes uh he he likes freddie king uh, angus young likes you know uh the fucking the blues um I'm sorry, uh, John, Lee John Lee Hooker, John Lee Hooker, people like that. And so I would gain, as I'd find an artist that I liked, I would gain these other artists. Um, so, yeah, I do have a very, I, I know I have a very diverse musical taste. And it's funny because people, and like you said, like, I'll show Damien an artist and he won't like them. And I feel like that sort of conveys this idea that I'm super narrow-minded with my music. But I love all kinds of music. I like to think I just like good music and mm-hmm. maybe that's the, you know, the critic in me, but I love all kinds of music. Uh, name a genre. I love it. I mean, through Bob Dylan, I, I gained a love for all this old folk music. And, and it's funny because then you look at pop music and so much of it is derived from these old forms and I can play along with the blues. I can play along with a folk song. I can hear, like I was listening, the, the most recent artist I listened to was Chris Stapleton was a new guy. I listened oh, to. Yeah, He's yeah. like a country guy. And it's funny cause I was, I'd be able to, to finish his melodic like phrase and I'd sing it out loud and I'd be able to resolve the first time hearing it. And it's not because like, oh, I'm a prodigy or some bullshit. It's like, no, I've listened to enough fucking music. It's patterns. It's well-informed. I can see yeah. the patterns. I can see the the, the framework that he's going off it's of. It's like the classic one three five in music theory. It's just something, a natural resolve yeah, that and, your ear would exactly. like to hear. And, and, and even then, it's just like, I don't know. So as far as my music's concerned, I think... Uh, like you know, like XXX Tentacion. The one thing I can say to his credit was he was an extremely diverse artist in so in so much that he's a great singer and a great vocalist, and he could express himself in different ways. But he also had definitely a diverse palette that he was into, right? A diverse body of of art that he consumed that informed that diversity of his own art, right? So I think that I I could say 
And I won't say that I have that too because I have six songs right now in the public sphere to my name. But at the same time, when I approach a song, it's less so like I want to just subscribe to one sort of niche. Bless you. Bless Bless you. you. It's less so much one sort of niche, but also just like pop music maybe even because like pop is so diverse now too. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. I have that inclination towards that. Do you, do you stream music on Apple music or Spotify? My music is on Apple Music, Spotify, my one song. Most of my songs are on SoundCloud. Um, but when you listen to music, do you Spotify or Apple I Music? I use Apple Music. It's only because my dad has a family, like Apple Music plan. Oh, okay. So, Jack, you should, you should, you should send Damien yeah. your, uh, our, we have, a, we have local acts local only playlists only. for indie music. Send me, yeah. And Sean, I will send you mine for the Spotify edition. I actually and if you, saw you posted one. I didn't know who it's the on artist Apple was, Music. but I actually really liked the songs I was listening to. Oh, do you have any idea who it was? That would be Wait, cool. for Spotify? Give him a shout it, out. It was, I think it was on Apple Music. Oh, yeah. okay. Because uh, I, I, I just Apple made my Spotify. playlist today. So the just to talk for a second about the Apple Music playlist, if anyone's still listening. Um, anyone's still Or, I mean, for you guys, because we're all that matters right now. Um, <laughs> but also. It's, sacred it's, Scrolls. Yeah, Sacred Scrolls. He's the one who did the artwork. Uh I'll I'll tell you a little bit of backstory after the podcast yeah. for the artwork, um, but so Sacred Scrolls he's an incredible producer and all all of my quick tiny tangent and then we're we're wrapping no, up dude. here. Yeah. Um, he is such a versatile musician. Mm. Like he listens to like all different kinds of music. Mm. So like his music is. Like, I feel like the best kind of musicians are musicians where you can't, like, put them in a category because, mm-hmm. yeah. like, they have so many influences that mm-hmm. they are, like, their own thing yeah. because they are, like, a culmination of all of these influences yeah. that they have from different genres. Yeah, yeah. The and type of musician where if you're trying to explain them to somebody, it's like, you, oh, they're, like, you can't, they're jazz-ish, yeah. R&B-ish, like with like a, a little Lincoln bit Park of this. Something like they're, that. like, a combination yeah. of this, this, and this. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, something like that. Me so too. I didn't mean to cut I love those two. Yeah, Help me out a little bit. But so the the playlist is just everyone's catalog. It's almost supposed to be listened to from start to finish, mm. kind of, or like in pauses, like just listening to someone's full catalog of music and like seeing what you like, taking what you like from it and putting it on your own playlist. Of course, if you enjoy it, you can listen to the whole thing. But there's so many like different genres and different styles that it might not be for everyone to listen to all the time. Yeah. Me personally, like I listen to so much music that like I can listen to all these different genres, but I know there's a lot of people who like, if you only listen to like rap, classic rock and like a couple other things, then you might not want to hear all this electronic music. So just listen through and like pay attention and see when it updates. And cause like I update it all the time as I find new bands. Yeah. And so there's always like something new and someone news like catalog, you know? Right. So like that, that's the idea behind the playlists. Really. That's sick. Yeah. Really cool. I mean, I'd like to submit a song for that. I mean, we, I we're think definitely I might putting have added guys really a song to it. I don't, oh, I don't know if I added it already, but Just it was definitely like in my send, mind. Definitely send it to me. Yeah. yeah. I'll, it's, it's in the link tree actually on the, on the page. Uh, on the page, on yeah. The I could send it to you. Yeah. Okay, Damien, well, you said on Spotify you're page. just Damien? No, it's Lil Burr. Oh, it's Lil Burr. It's okay. Lil Burr, yeah. Um, and he's like a character that, I mean, we were talking about, like, yeah. I, I've lived that character. He's yeah. based on a very real person. Um, it's not who I am necessarily anymore. Oh, of course. But, um, 
Yeah, I think for the time being, that's the on the, that's the guy. The Spotify edition of the local X only plays. Lil Bird's definitely on there. Uh, Sean, do you have any music on nah, Spotify? No, that's right. Maybe one day. Stiff uh, one Spotify. Day, Put Stiff oh right, you said that before. Yeah. You you were saying that, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Lil Bird's going no, on. No, but that. even beyond that, though, Sean has his own songs that are like. They're really good, man. Like uh, SoundCloud, he's got uh, rap, SoundCloud, he's got yeah. classical music. No, no, music, what's the one right? you He's got that me, Dr. Seuss rap. No, the one you sent me that. Oh, uh, that's an amazing song. You used to song. know her name one, or it was like, yeah, the, that that one. It's cool that you say that because that was also an, uh, like the improv thing was just like came up, and I was like, oh, cool. Sean sent me this one song that um, I was like, there you go. I was like, that's. I mean, it's a testament to your creativity and your ability. But I love that song. Uh, you should do it. I mean, just put it, um, put it yeah, on. Yeah, I'll send you that. Uh, that's on yeah. SoundCloud, though, but I'll, I'll send you that. I, just, uh, on, uh, just, I just want to listen to it, bro. Send it to yeah. me. Yeah. Get a distro, kid. Just throw it Everything. Out. It's literally the... Eric. So many Beatles songs do it. The the, the, the comp chords. Sort yeah, of. Well, it's like... Yeah, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> With the bass. Yeah. And I like... I know... Like, that's like everything I've made that I've liked is that. And so that's why I learned Me and Mr. Mustard today. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, it's, it's like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's like yeah. a new bass line. Because uh, I, I keep falling into the ding, 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 yeah, yeah. ding, ding. And so, if you oh. don't have a distro kid, Eric, the wizard, Fidemont, he's a very incredible producer. He has his own distro kid too. You could kid? you could release under his label. The space space, space station recording. Space station recording. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking for I'm looking for producers. I'm looking for mixers, engineers. Because Armin. I, I need because I the thing that keeps me from making music, by the way, if you want more Lil Bird music, if you want more Damien music, um reach out to me. I need just an engineer or somebody because whenever I get in the booth, man, and I hear my fucking voice, I want to kill myself. And two I, dudes out there. Yeah, there's literally it. two people here Words, that are so in, in, incredible. Fire. And I know multiple other ones that I can hook you up with. So, um, man. My mind beyond that, I guess if these are our closing remarks, I don't know. Are, if these yeah, are our closing probably. remarks, uh, I'd like <laughs> to shout out um, Four Hot Guys. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, mm-hmm. Self-Destruct, my clothing brand. Uh, this shirt I'm wearing is no Self-Destruct. Shit. I could maybe, I mean, you got yeah, we're, we're not visual. You got anymore, any merch in the car? Not in the car, man. I want. I was debating bringing you guys something. I was gonna say I'll buy. But some I don't merch have too many. Sure. I right now I have like the uh, the rough drafts, if you will, yeah. of my clothes. So I was like, I don't want to give them like a half baked thing. But I'd like to give you. I'll definitely send you guys something. Yeah. So I I want to. I want to pay, pay for it. it. Yeah. I want to support no, no, you. We're, dude. we're all about. No, 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 that's no, where no, I'm no, at. Because I actually released clothes like a year ago and nobody bought them. And I'm like, I want to give shit away to people first. But don't worry, man. I look. Look, I'm gonna send you shit. I don't want your money. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate this more than the money. I promise you, right? So, um, shout out Self Destruct. That's so nice. My, <laughs> so, there's no video, but I'm clutching my heart right now <laughs> because same, I'm so bro. touched. So nice. Shout out Self Destruct, uh, Lil Burr. That's my child. Um, and uh, I think that's the end of my plugs. Blue Boy Burr on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah, just follow me on Insta. And um, you know, or look, don't. He's already famous, basically. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't need you. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. one three seven p.m. I start with tomorrow. It's Gary V's company. I'm supposed to be growing that. So and congrats, man. That's awesome. Yes, Thanks. congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah, that'll be cool. And bring up the fellas once I'm got the platform. But uh, you know, follow that and uh, look out for hopefully some YouTube blogs where I kind of go in depth about some of the stuff I talked about here. Also, Sean and Damien. And Sean and Damien. Yes, the amazing cartoon that we want to see. If you want Sean and Damien, go comment on either. We both posted the trailer. If you listen this far, I want to know. We should send them somewhere so we can see who did. 
If you go and comment under the Sean and Damien posts, they're on both yes. our pages. The, what, the ones from a year ago? On Instagram. Yep. And yep. also on YouTube. And one year ago. YouTube type in just Sean and Damien. Um, the 29th of November, so yeah. a year ago from If you want it, let us know because now. we very much want to do it, and we also want to see that other people are like excited yeah, about Yeah, honestly, it. if you're here at this point, you think they're interesting enough to listen this far, so please, please, please go on their pages and look for that and tell them that you they want it because you guys I want it. Ones. I want it real no, bad. No way. We made uh, this yeah, podcast guys about you guys. And also, and also local acts only yeah. until we die. Yeah, that's this the other the thing. I mean, you're thing, here, man. but stay. This is yeah, the coolest fucking so thing. Much. I've been saying, and it's, you want to know something really funny and you can edit this out, but like, it, not that it's significant at all. When I was starting my clothing brand, I was thinking locals only and I was going to, I was going to act like make it like a thing. I was going to do L dot only. So it's lonely. Uh, but it's oh but, yeah. fuck! And you have my blessing to take that if you want. But I know it's local acts only. But it was funny because when you when you posted that first thing of locals only, I was like, there it is, man. I knew it was a good thing. Look like, at I, that, dude. Dude, so Damien says this is local he, acts. What only? happens when you guys grow to like Joe L- Rogan yeah. size? Dude, this what's is, local? This is everyone. Everyone's local. local. It's Even the most famous people, they were local. Everyone at some started point. Yeah. somewhere. My- Even though it's cheeky and like we call it local acts only, this podcast is for art. It's for creators of yeah, all cool. shapes and sizes. Cool. You know, locals is who's here, man. Lo- this yeah. is the locals. Bro. Everyone's here somewhere. Really cool. Um, what was I gonna say? Well, what also, you know, give your shout outs and your closing yeah. remarks. Uh, well, yeah, I just want to. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Jack. Shout outs <laughs> regarding to you guys, because these are people that I think are extremely talented and I really like. And they are all local acts somewhere at Blessed Jones. Right? Blessed Jones. Yeah. Blessed. Great at dude. Blessed Jones, like R&B kind of um, R&B music. kind of vibe from him. Incredible, incredible music. Like one of the craziest vocalists. Like, yeah, really good. I, I, I haven't been like keeping up with his uh Instagram lately, but I used to watch his Instagram videos of him like singing. Yeah, just he's like still doing no, those too, yeah. No no like track behind anything, just like singing and mm. I just like my mouth would just be dropped. Um Prod Musa, an incredible fucking producer. producer. Yeah, very talented. Um dude. Moses. Lived with him for a year. Is. He learned a lot from him as well. Um great DJ too, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah, super like cross the board. Funny very guy, talented. charismatic. And, yeah, really. The man once known as Joey Psycho. Magnolia Music. I Magnolia love Music. Joey Psycho. I don't knock there, Magnolia Music. It's, yeah. But I, I was surprised. I was like, he had a, I love Joe. Yeah. Joe there's, Bichoni, there's three. I three songs on him. iTunes, I think. Uh, the one's Lucky Cigarette. So talented. He self-produced all right. of them. Everybody loves Lucky Cigarette. Lucky Not Cigarette. my favorite. I'll tell him that straight to his face. I love Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic I love is a good Mr. one. Yeah, that yeah. is amazing. That's a great song. Um, All of those also mentioned before Sacred Scrolls. Shout out to him. Um, Shout out to my boy. Oh, I got to cut it. Oh, shit. That's okay. <laughs> I forgot his name. He did the fucking artwork for the page. Also, Tucker. no one will ever know. Tucker, I love no Tucker. No one will ever know. Garborg. Tucker Garborg at Narborg. Phenomenal writer. Phenomenal. I wish he'd comedian. make more content. Like he's so blessed, man. You're gonna see him one day. You won't actually see him. He's gonna, his name's gonna be in a credit of some phenomenal film. Yeah, and that's he's facts. gonna be so high on the on the on the tier there. All right, so shout out to Brian Debru uh, of Debru Designs. He did the cover art for the podcast it's absolutely beautiful 
Another person who'd cover up for the podcast was who you mentioned earlier, Sacred Scrolls, a good friend of mine, Brian. We met at Lost Lands. I was passing out cigarettes to people, and he wanted a cigarette, so I <laughs> gave him the whole pack. We've been best friends ever since. That's sick. Um, yeah, and he, he made a freestyle, actually, for the second episode, a freestyle, uh, like a a beat for it. Yeah. And then like my this dude, Vocal, shout out to Vocal 2, I guess. Watch episode 2 when it comes out. Um, freestyled over it, and it was really cool. Um, and the biggest yeah. shout outs to you too. Absolutely, this was, was incredible. I was about to say, like, yeah, shout out to Eric Fidemon, the Wizard, yeah, and Space Station Records for us record here. And as Space always, Station recording, Space Station recording. Uh, as Sweetie always, peas. this is Jack Yates and Joe Esposito, your hosts, and the most amazing guests, uh, Sean Malay and Damian Rivera. Thanks, guys. Thanks yeah, thank you us. so much. We're gonna be back on this show too because this was so much Without fun. Without a doubt, no and disrespect to the other guests. Have us. And. Chilling in real life, no mics, yeah. no cameras. So yeah, oh yeah, off the of record. Yeah, yeah. So definitely just yeah. really see who. Yeah, we are. you gotta you gotta <laughs> talk about our perversions. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we were talking about necrophilia earlier, and I'm about to hit the <laughs> record button. That was off record. Now we have to hit cut the, this from this. Yeah, I'm about to hit the record button, and we can talk about it some more. Cool. <laughs> Sayonara, everyone. That you was fuck. Gold. Sick. I cannot.